All right, so um, part-time fisherman? Turn 17 Corvette champion. And uh, uh, bee fogger. I wrote ice skating bee fogger. Yeah, professional <laughs> bee fogger. Uh, Todd Eldridge, uh, if you could describe this dinner we just had in one word, what would it be? Sharp. Sharp. Like Scott Sharp. Like Scott Sharp. Or Sharp Blades. Oh, right. Yeah. Or Sharp Blades. Two. As long as they don't have Scotch tape on <laughs> it doesn't work out well. <laughs> and now for Dinner with Racers, presented by Continental Tire. With your hosts, Ryan Eversley and Sean Heckman. Place Holder Radio. Welcome to a special edition of uh, Dinner with Racers. I'm Sean Heckman. I'm Ryan Eversley. And uh, this is just a one-off episode that is coming out uh, right before. Uh, what special event is going on here, uh, Ryan? I believe they call it the Winter Olympics. The Winter Games are, in fact, right ahead of us. Yeah. And, uh, well, we've, we've talked about a, a certain gentleman uh, involved in the games in the in years past. Yeah. And uh, he's been a big part of our iRacing League. So we figured we would do a sort of semi-Olympic special with our good friend, uh, I can't remember his name. Rod? Rod? Eldred? Todd. Todd Eldred. Todd Eldred. Todd Eldred. There it is. Yeah. So if Todd Eldred is not a household racing name to you, there would be a reason, and that is because Todd is, uh, in fact, a world champion. That's right. But a world champion figure skater. Uh, Todd is a six-time U.S. champion, three-time competitor in uh, the Olympic Games and also the 1996 Men's World Figure Skating Champion. But he's also a little bit of a fan of, uh, of the racing. Yeah, not only has Todd competed in our iRacing League, but he is such a racing fan that he named his son Ayrton. Yeah, so he's, <laughs> so, like, like, he's more in. of a fan than we are. Yeah, he's committed. He's committed <laughs> to it. So we went down to uh, Irvine, California. Beautiful Irvine. Yeah, on a lovely day to uh, Gracias... Madre? Gracias, Madre. And had some vegan Mexican food. Yeah, some plant-based Mexican food, uh, uniquely Orange County. Well, I, I went to one in WeHo. Yeah, well, you did. And you were so proud of me that I knew WeHo. WeHo. Yeah, yeah, as a so, term. Right, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a regular now. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, we just sat down with them. We were able to talk about uh, all sorts of uh, Olympic things to look forward to, including uh, some of the things that could help the viewer at home understand what's going on. So here are some of the things you're going to hear about. Understanding terms that you could pretend like you understand. Bee fogging. That's right. I said bee fogging. And telling one of your most humiliating stories in front of a childhood hero. And that's about Sean. That's maybe about me. It's the best thing I've ever heard. But in any case, so we just want to put something special out. This is uh, not going to be your traditional podcast. This is more in the realm of understanding the Olympic Games. There's a lot of cool Olympic stories, even if you're not necessarily a skating fan. Uh, even though we know there's a huge throngs of figure skating racing fans of our show. Yeah. Uh, but uh, if you're just a fan of the Olympic Games, there's some cool stories from Todd about that, just about what the experience is like, things you wouldn't necessarily know. There's obviously going to be some ice skating talk uh, because those who know about myself knows that I have a big passion for it. Now, I think uh, for, for me, the, the takeaway from this episode was that there are a lot of things that you can compare between the two sports. So as a non-figure skating fan, even though I'm related to one of them, uh, I was able to learn a lot and enjoy the conversation that we were a part of. So I think if you, uh, you like racing and you like the Olympics, this episode's for you. Once again, thanks to Continental Tire for uh, allowing us to do random things like this. And uh, we didn't really have a driver, 
but we still had an Acura MDX that we drove. Yep. Uh, and uh, that's what we got. So uh, again, going to be a little bit of a different episode, but figured you might enjoy it. So take it away, Todd Eldridge. Meow. All right, we're going to start in five, four, three, two. What's going on? <laughs> Welcome. The Sebring shirt on. Oh, the Sebring shirt. I like hey, man, it. How are you? Good to meet you. Yeah. First of all, you're wearing a Sebring shirt. Yeah. So you, you, you came to, to play, and you've done track days there. Yes. Okay. Yeah. What did you drive here today? Uh, I drove five a Camaro. Yep. Yep. He was right. Is it a Super Sport or yeah. A, yeah. SS? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. What yep. color is it? Uh, it's like a gunmetal gray. Oh, okay. So okay. there's a photo on your Instagram. There's an orange one and the gunmetal gray one. Oh, my uh, Chris Kinnear, one yeah. of the other skaters, whatever. He's he's he had uh, the orange one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love orange, but I don't think I could I could go orange. I mean, that's like too much, right? Yeah. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I couldn't do it. You're in the right county uh, yeah. um, to do that, but uh, that doesn't seem to match your personality. Yeah, no. Okay. No. Okay. okay. Wait, wait, so so I just so you, so there's another dude in skating that has a Camaro. He has an orange one. He did, yeah. So he's a yeah. car guy as well. He's a car guy. Oh, yeah. There's too many of us. There's, yep. How many? So, because in my head, it's like, you know about racing and skating. I know about racing and skating. In my head, it stops at this table. Um, but you're I'm just here to make sure everybody right. has a nice time. Yeah. <laughs> but you're, you're say, so you're saying there's there's more than just two people in this country yeah. that know about both sports. Yeah. Wow. Joey Logano is probably one of them. Did he figure skate? No, his sister. Oh, oh okay. okay. I was say, yeah, I can't yeah. compete with and Then the, his, yeah. his family, I, I, I don't know if they're owners or part owners mm-hmm. of, there's an ice rink in uh, Indian Trail. Okay. Uh, North Carolina. Well, okay. They're they're, okay. Well, they're Connecticut people. That makes sense. Yeah, I they think, come right? from winter so, sports stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly that right. Would, that yeah. would add up. So. Yeah. All right. Have you heard any of these? <laughs> do you know what we uh, do? I have, yes. Okay. Okay. What did you listen to? Uh, actually, I was just listening to the Scott Sharp one on the way. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How far did you get? Because it takes a big turn. I don't, I don't, maybe halfway. Oh, you're, you haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> okay. You haven't gotten there yet. It's going to, well, ch- it's yeah, about to turn. Yeah, it's about to get different. Yeah. Yeah. Fun for us. You're so, wait. I mean, you. What are you now? 51? 50. 50. You're 50, 50 now. Yeah. Okay. You might have a knee. You might. might yeah. yeah. He's got He's got pills. We might be able to get you a discount. He's got, yeah. We might be able to get you a discount we can. depending yeah. on where yeah. you are We could life. probably get you on the influencer program even. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. On the website. It will make sense. You're halfway through? Uh, yeah. It'll make sense in about 30 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. If you need help getting up in the morning or at night. Yeah. yeah there's got a few things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we're doing this finally because we've, we've been in touch... Like four or five years it's now trying to make this thing work. Well, and yeah. You were in Austin. Now you've come to Irvine, which is about an hour south from where I live. Ryan's in town anyway doing some, some racing stuff. So we're like, this is going to work. We're a few weeks out from the Olympics. So it was like timing is perfect to put something out in a couple of weeks to educate our little racing world on what the hell they're about to see on TV. <laughs> and, uh, and obviously you come from a place where you, you know a little bit about both. But so you're just to, just to do a few of the intro things. You, you've won six national titles. Yep. You've been to the Olympics three times. You've won a figure skating world championship. But what is your youngest son's name? Ayrton. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like. Any reason? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know that Ryan and I are ever going to have kids, but I don't think I don't think we'll ever go to that kind of length to, to name a, a kid Ayrton. So, so I, I'm sure I know why, but like of what, what was the discussion at home when it came to naming the kid? Uh, well, actually, both my wife and I were like, we, we're looking for something different, unique, sure. not the usual, not Todd Jr. or sure. you know, after one of the, the parents or any right. that kind of stuff. So we're like, what you know, what can we come up with? And, right. And they're I mean, like, she likes racing. Scott Hamilton. Not the same as I do. <laughs> yeah. Right. <Scott> <laughs> right. 
Um, so we, we kind of wanted to go outside the box on things and, and uh, we're just throwing around different names. Yeah. And he was a, a – Ayrton Senna was a, a driver that I kind of admired and, and, and watched a lot when I was when I was younger. So um, just kind of threw that name out yeah. there, and it was yeah. one of those names that was like, okay, yeah, that one works. I like yeah. it. It's different. So he's old, enough, he's old enough now that you've done a few, like, the parent-teacher conferences. Yeah. Do, do you have to explain this at all? Oh, yeah. Does that come up? Actually, yeah. no. Does he look – I haven't seen a photo of him. Does he look like an Ayrton possibly? No. No. no, he's okay. No, I mean, I, I just want to kind of interject here that we are in Orange County, California, right? Yes. Yeah. So a name like Ayrton, not as crazy as probably like fair flower or yeah. Well, uh, around here that could totally work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, you know. Exactly. So like, I think it's probably like on the list of like, yeah, it's a regular kid. Yeah. 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 Next to Sequoia <laughs> and <laughs> Juniper. Our, so. our waitress's name is Sheridan. That is true. Yeah. So yeah. you know, yeah. unique names yeah. all over the yeah. place. Yeah. How old is he now? Uh, nine. Nine. Okay. He's old enough now to kind of understand the origins of the name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. which, which, because like. <sighs> like we've watched like, the documentary on sure, TV and stuff. Sure. And yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. Which, because uh, there's kind of two questions here. What direction is he going in terms of sports? And can you afford either of these? <laughs> Uh, racing? No, not a chance. Okay. Um, <laughs> nothing. nothing no. I mean, other than going to K1 and driving on the yeah, 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 track. Sure. That's yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's there's no way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a totally different world. And it's funny because I was uh, reading your email and talking about different things and, and uh, going over the, the cost of skating compared to the cost of racing. I, skating is nothing in comparison right. to well, racing. I mean, I'm it's gonna, expensive. I'm going to stop you. Yeah, I'm going to stop you there because that is a relative scale, sir. Um, in the sense that, uh, like, racing is probably the only sport in the world that can make skating look affordable. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, depending on how, how involved you're going to get, because, like, uh, we're going to be all over the map with how we talk, yeah. but, you know, you shipped off at a young age yeah. to, to, like, train privately um, with, with Richard Callahan, and that's what you did. You lived, eat, and breathe kicking. That's not... That's not a, a cheap venture no, to go not. out and do that. And that's what I'm saying is yeah. that, like, if I'm a parent and, my, and like, I, I, I don't think kids are in my future, but if they were, I'm terrified of either of these directions because <laughs> I, I don't see how I could afford any of this stuff. No, it's but, crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I mean, yeah. and that, that was one thing, like, my hometown helped out with, with right, that, right. you know, moving away from home and the right. cost of all that. And so it's, it's crazy. So, um, you know, fortunately, they kind of kicked in. And, you know, I mean, it was a tune of, you know, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 a year. Yeah. You know, and that kind of stuff. Again, so it was it's the, <laughs> racing is the only sport, and this was in the 80s. Yeah. Racing is the only sport that could make that sound like not an unreasonable number. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. if you're at home right now and you're listening to this and you don't know about racing cri- prices. Yeah. You just heard someone say, it was like forty, fifty grand a year. Yeah. To, to go skate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In the 80s. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. And you were how old? Like 10? Uh, 10, 11. Yeah, yeah, so you're spending 40 or 50 grand. You're spending a college tuition on a 10-year-old yeah. to yeah. go to chase. To maybe. To maybe, right. Yeah, yeah, maybe. yeah. You better be really good. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 50 grand on a 10-year-old, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so exactly. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. But when you go to go-kart races, now you see that, you know, and, and you're like, God, I hope this kid's having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> you know? All right. Well, you mentioned earlier, so uh, young Todd Eldridge. Um, this is going to be one of, our, one of our more unique episodes because, obviously, this is for race fans, but we need to set up. A little bit about who you are and where this came from. So, mm. young Todd Eldridge from is it Chatham? Chatham, 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 Chatham. Massachusetts. I don't know Chatham. where they, Chatham. Relative yeah. to Boston, where how bad was the accent? Uh, how bad, bad was the accent? Accents bad everywhere. Sure. <laughs> Parking cars everywhere you go. There okay. we go. There we go. There we go. We go. All right. Yeah. Uh, so in my head, like every any celebrity I know from Mass, 
skates. Like Steve Carell's from Massachusetts. Yep. Big time hockey player. You're from like, does everyone from Massachusetts born with ice skates? That, well, that's the thing. That's yeah. what you do. I mean, people ask all the time, where did you start skating? I started on a cranberry bog that was frozen in the wintertime. Wow. Like, that's what we did. Okay. Like, they yeah. flooded them and then they froze over and the whole bed, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's that's where we started. I mean, that's that's kind of the deal. I mean, then it grew from there to the rinks and yeah. all that. But, but no, that's, I mean, that's just, it was a normal thing in the Northeast mm-hmm. that everybody would go and, Okay, let's grab our skates. Let's go skate or play hockey mm-hmm. or do whatever, mm-hmm. and, and just everybody did it. Yeah, and it sounds like from what I read, you and I were on a very similar path. And when we first got into skating, it sounds like you started to play hockey. I started in hockey skates. Oh, I didn't I actually see. start okay. playing. Okay, um, which is a good thing at this point because I still have all my teeth. But, right. Um, I, it's and I didn't become six foot seven and two hundred and fifty <laughs> pounds like everybody yeah. is now. Right. But uh, um, yeah, no, I didn't actually start in hockey. I started with hockey skates, and then. We, my parents signed me up and, and my brother at the same time for the learn skate classes and the whole bit. And yeah. Of course, you can't wear hockey skates for that when you're trying to do spins and different okay. things. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. Switched over to so skates. At very early on, you're like, I want to start doing these tricks and maneuvers that I'm seeing. Yeah. And the, the hockey side didn't necessarily appeal to you as much from, from an early part. From, from an early side, yeah, yeah. Like from day one, no, I was yeah. terrible. Um, I, my brother and I went to the rink the first time after having done it outside and falling probably a million times. Sure. Uh, I clutching the wall the whole time right, right, right. my brother took off and was just like take going all over the place like a crazy man and i was like no this is good i'm good by the wall this is cool i like it i don't know what i'm doing out here uh but then shortly thereafter we we got going with the classes and things flip-flopped and they started spinning and he got dizzy and he said that's it Done. i'm out yeah, see yeah. you later yeah, yeah. none of that business and i'm like yeah dude let's keep spinning all right this all is right, cool. nice now, were you like an athletic kid or we both sort of we both were. Okay. I mean, he played he played more tennis and, and other things, uh, you know, in school than than what I did. I mean, I I always kind of tag along to whatever games he had going, and yeah. I, I'd play too. But I was no good at most of them. Right. right. <laughs> so what your What your parents do? Uh, my dad was a fisherman. Okay. My mom was a nurse. That okay. is the most um, massive. Yeah, I was going to say like what, ever was, said. what was he fishing yeah. for? Uh, you name it, kind of everything. Yeah. Lobsters. Uh, I mean, he would go. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit of that scallops. You know, scallops. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he was he was a cod fisherman. Yeah, um, that all kind. Of, like, and they had, I mean they had different types of fishing. Obviously, certain times of year, they would put like traps in the water that were just a series of I don't even know how many poles in the ground, sure. and then the net would be attached to it. Uh-huh. And they would go out there and whatever gets yeah. caught in the net, and yeah. it could be anything. I mean, I used to go out sometimes when I'd be home from. Uh, being away from home for yeah, training yeah. and i'd come home and i'd go all right let's go fishing and get up at four in the morning because that was smart uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so i'd go out with them and i mean sometimes they would catch sharks yeah right all kinds of stuff up and the, just yeah. whatever gets in there yeah now it's just trash yeah. island just coming up <laughs> now it's just straws yeah. and dead turtles There's two fish in this yeah, one yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well now it's now it's great white sharks and everything out in that area i mean oh, Cape Cod, yeah, it's kind of right yeah right yeah. yeah. it's a huge deal now you pointed out something critical though so when you would be home from so because you you moved away to go train, yeah. um, and then you would come back for whatever reason. Was this to be do time with dad, or is this dad making you do it? No, it was time you? to hang out with dad. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this wasn't yeah. like that yeah. you're going to work like, at the mill because yeah. you went off and got to play. I didn't, I did, yeah, I yeah. didn't. I didn't do it as an everyday kind of thing. My brother kind of helped and, and joined in with him a little bit more when he was older, mm-hmm. and started doing i'll say the family business if yeah. you will but uh i <laughs> i just did it because it was like okay it's something different it's fun. Right. i don't so do there was normally. no like if you don't start nailing that lutz yeah, no. you're gonna be doing this <laughs> like that wasn't a conversation there was no uh, work no unfortunately okay. okay. it wasn't okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just, just asking i don't know what that was fishing like. at the mill yeah, yeah. fishing at the mill <laughs> that's our next t-shirt yeah 
so it sounds like there wasn't a uh, a background in your family of, of skating or anything like that. No, so not at all. You not guys just all. went, enjoyed it, and that's where this all came from. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's a Northeast thing, so I mean, it's, yeah. you know, but it wasn't a necessary, like, somebody skated in the family beforehand right. and that kind right. of thing. Right. You yeah. get out there and make me proud. Yeah. 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 So you start at five, though, like five years old, yep. you start doing the skating. By the time you're 10, you go off to live with a coach. What happens in that time period to the point where it's like, oh, we should, from a family standpoint, we should dedicate quite a lot of money to like this. This is something he's, he's really into. Uh, well, I mean, the, the commitment at that time to, to go and, and to try it out at yeah. first, you yeah. know, go stay there. And I stayed there with a family and, and stuff. And, and um, you know, it was is he going to stay there? Is he going to like it? Is yeah. he going to get homesick? That whole thing. I mean, you're 10, yeah. 11 years old. Right, so right. Who knows? Um, but it was, it was just got got in my blood. And well, but specifically, like, you had to have been doing well yeah. enough for the parents to go like, okay, we're going to have to make this $50,000 a year investment. Well, yeah, I mean, kind of. I mean, uh-huh. they, they kind of took a chance on it, obviously. Sure. Yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, at 11 years old, I mean, I had made it to uh, my first national championship, yeah. you know, in 1983. Is that and, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. At that time, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it was kind of a okay. You've made it to this level. How do we get to the next level? So I think one thing that maybe to race fans isn't necessarily clear. So you specifically moved out because um, this was to go out and work with Richard Callahan, right? It, yes. Yeah. I mean, it was it was to work at that time on Cape Cod. I mean, skating wasn't a really big thing. There were a couple of rinks. There were some coaches, but nothing high level. So you had to kind of seek out. Yeah, and that's kind of the, the analogy in racing I'm, I'm making is that like in, in racing, if you're a really good carter in certain parts of the country where maybe the carting scene isn't that known, you're going to go work with a, a development program or a major team or specifically work with an engineer. And so like at the time, Richard Callahan was was very similar to what we see with a lot of engineers or whatnot at the time where you know, if you're going to be good, you need to work with this program, which would have sure. been at the time was his deal. And so that's the investment you're making at the time right. is, is right. saying like, I need to be part of this guy's program. And there's at the time uh, there was like Richard and, you know, four or five other people in the country that were known as like, they can put together Olympic level athletes. So right. you're either going right. to succeed with him or it's just not going to work. Right. 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 What is that number now? It's similar. I mean, there's obviously more there's there like us figure skating's trying to develop like the rink that I'm at here, um, they're trying to develop different centers around the country. Yeah. So they've got the location here. They've got Colorado Springs, uh, where it's just the home of U.S. figure skating. They have the Broadmoor right. uh, rink there. Do so, you think that'll work? Um, the way they're doing it? I think it's, I think it's okay. I think it works, it works fine. But right. I, 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 I'm not as, as, I guess, big a fan of, of maybe some of the... I don't want to say people, but the, the, the organizations that they're using. That's so what you said is actually where I was going with this. So I'm, you know, a big part of my focus on this deal is, is beyond your biography. Like there's so much more in common between racing and skating than people realize racing is entirely built on the reputation or the personality of a person. You got to be part of this dude's team. And as soon as that dude leaves that team, chances are that team may not be as strong. And so if you're if you're developing a program where it's, and a big ice rink here and a big ice rink here and it's got USFSA's support or whatever, at the end of the day, people are going to go because they've heard so-and-so is working there. Right. You know, at the time, it would have been Richard Callahan or Frank Carroll or whoever. Sure. And so, cool that the USFSA might be behind a program, but if there's not the people that you've got to have, then is that really going to translate? Yeah. I, I, and I, I, I mean, my personal opinion, I would love to see US figure skating more supportive of their own former athletes uh, who are interested in What do you mean, world coaching. champion Todd Eldridge? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, I, I, what do you know? A lot of, yeah, I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask everybody. <laughs> um, 
No, it, it, I, I, there, there are a lot of great American skaters who are coaches and, and want to develop coaching teams and, 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 you know, do that kind of thing and help develop the next, you know, generation of skaters. And it, they've, they've kind of latched on to the idea that we need to um, have a, a Russian coach or have a this coach or have a, you know, whoever they are based on who they coach currently. Um, German, you know, German factory driver. You gotta have, you gotta have them. So, <laughs> it, you know, I, I, I just like to see it, it more diversified, I right. guess. But, so, with, but, but that's yeah. exactly why I want to ask that question. Cause yeah. this is, so where you're going is in skating. Ryan, does this sound familiar? <laughs> I have a I have a great one-liner about uh, it. You can use this for your uh, world too. A, a coach that comes in with a Russian accent might inherently be more listened to <laughs> yes. than like the American sitting right in front of us. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so Weird. I, I always say yep. that team owners and in my in my experience, women have the same reaction towards accents. <laughs> like, oh, oh, he's German? Oh my goodness. Must be better than the American. British. Oh god, yeah, right this way, you know. So I think you can kind of relate. Yeah. It's a good bit. It's a good bit. <laughs> it's a good bit. But, yeah. whole, so, yeah. but that's a real thing. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Interesting. And that's perception. Yeah, I'm seeing the similarities. <laughs> yeah. 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 Pick I'm it telling up you, that. it's there. Yeah. So, All right. So you move to, uh, I don't know where Richard was at the time. Uh, we were in Philadelphia, Philadelphia at that right? time. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then we went to Colorado from there. And this is all because uh, this is where he was based. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. 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 I mean, we traveled all over the place. Right. Went to Colorado for a few years. Um, <laughs> speaking of accents, the late Carlo Fossi was the kind of big coach at the time okay. out there and, and he had a lot of great top skaters and me coached oh my gosh like Peggy Fleming and Dorothy Hamill and different people mm-hmm. like that so I mean he he had lots of great skaters and and it was it was an opportunity for my coach at the time to go and kind of be a part of his little program if yeah. you will yeah. and, and and work alongside him mm-hmm. and um that was okay for a short period of time, and, and then you know an opportunity came up out here, actually in San Diego, yeah. um, where there was a, a gentleman who was really big in, in uh, like show skating mm-hmm. um, and had developed. Um, there's two different uh, organizations, I'll say, within skating: it's U.S. Here figure skating go. and yeah. then ISI. Yep, uh, which is more recreational. <laughs> yeah, you and I haven't had this conversation, Ryan. <laughs> so we have uh, IMSA. Yes, and we have SRO. Yes, yeah, got yes. it. Got yes. it. Yes. Okay. Grand and, M and they and have ALMS. different perceptions. Yeah. Oh, uh, weird. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it's the same type of sport, I'm guessing. Well, this it's is ice so with skates. Yep. If I, so <laughs> same thing. I was, okay. I was just having this conversation with somebody. The difference, like, let's say you're a 14 year old, and correct me if you think I'm wrong here. So ISI would be like racing if you're 15 in SCCA. USFSA would be like joining the Road to Indy program. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's a, like I'm serious though. Like, yeah, like one is considered kind of a club level thing, and mm-hmm. the other is considered. But they're both amateur. Like, yeah, and it's still in terms like of like no one, no one's getting paid. And at the end of the day, yeah. only like a half dozen people are going to do anything with this. So <laughs> right, right. what are we doing? But yeah, yeah. So ISI has a ton of competitions all over the country, whereas USA is like, they are the people that are going to send people to the Olympics. Right. And so yeah. Right. So it's well, they have they have the the uh, I guess the rights, the NGB rights. US Figure Skating does to qualifying and, and for the Olympics. Okay. ISI doesn't have that. Okay. So I mean, they're. They have their own little track and whatever, and they yeah. do their thing. And they have their yeah. own world championships and so on and so forth. They have the FI license you need. It's yeah. not necessarily yeah. regarded on the same stature mm-hmm. as you know the other side. Yeah. So. But to yeah. your point, Ryan, yeah. yes, there are two yeah. skating organizations <laughs> Again, for this small little sport. <laughs> and it's yeah. ice with skates, yes. and you're doing, yes. doing the same tricks and, and forms. And all. But okay, got it. <laughs> this one you can win a trophy, and this one you can win a trophy. Okay. And, eh, yeah. Know, so. But one has the FIA 
yes. backing. Yes. Which means you get the right One, license. Yep. USFSO has what's called the ISU yeah. uh, backing, so they yeah. get to run in the Olympics. and Or, or Lamar. Yeah, Lamar. Yeah. That is the yeah. I, so the ISU yeah. is basically FIA. Yeah, cool. So this the, only, the only really strange thing is the ISI uh-huh. okay, is the only one that you can actually enter a competition, a race, uh-huh. and, and end up not winning being the only person in it. Should we just go ahead and yeah, do this? Yeah, well, like, you, I, we've already got to the punchline already. I, I literally said this is one of my favorite stories about you. Yeah, that, that was um, – well, the, the punchline's given away, though. It's um, still worth telling. All right, my very last competition. So I got back into skating as an adult a few years ago. Fans at home, if you don't know, Sean used to skate. Yeah, we'll talk about that in the hosting. Yeah. Um, but so I, I, you know, I was done as a teenager, got back into it after college just to have something to do. And I'm single. It's February 14th. And uh, I'm skating at Disney Ice just up the road <laughs> yep. at an ISI competition. And you know how ISI competitions are. So okay. you're one, like, so ISI, it's like an SECA race. Yeah, there's 100 yeah. categories. Sure, so, sure, there's yeah, like, yeah. so in ISI, they break it up by age and talent level. So you're freestyle for yeah. age this to this. Okay, you know? yeah. So I don't know what you know about skating, skating, Ryan, but it's not popular <laughs> at an amateur level among dudes in their 20s. Huh. Yeah. And so... Yeah. Yeah, so Valentine's Day, single me, takes the day off of work, goes to skate at Disney. I didn't realize this story was this sad. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that single, yep. lonely Sean, single, lonely Sean on, on Valentine's Day. This is how I'm going to spend my Valentine's Day. And uh, so, yeah, I go. I skate. I'm the only one entered, and I realize I'm the only one entered when I get there. And I f*** up. Like I, uh, so yeah. you know this, uh, Todd, but uh, ISI, any skating competition, you have parameters you have to hit. You okay. have to do this kind of jump, this kind yeah. of spin, this kind of footwork yeah. sequence. I f***ed up. I, I caught an edge on a footwork sequence, yeah. which is usually the thing that you don't fall on. Okay. And because I was sliding, I was sort of in the rhythm of the song, thinking of where I was relative to the footwork pattern. Okay. And I was like, I'll just keep going here. Yeah. Um, because I was like, this is where it stops. So I kind of bypassed a few of those footwork steps, and I'm like, whatever, I'm the only one here. I don't give a <laughs> Yeah. So it ends. I think nothing of it. I put on my <laughs> shoes. Then the f***ing award ceremony happens. <laughs> And here's the thing about an ISI competition. So they have a podium and everything? Oh, oh no. Okay. Yes, they do. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is not the embarrassment. Okay. Um, you're in a sea, because in this one, they did them all at once. So you're in a sea of eight-year-old girls and their mothers. And their parents, yes. right. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. so I'm a 22-year-old straight dude. Um, How tall are you at the time? Are you about my height now? Yeah. I'm thinner, but the, I like this wasn't that long ago. So, like yeah, I'm yeah. an adult, you know what I mean? Like I've got a beard, you know, I've got a five o'clock shadow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm in, I'm in a studded belt, which is let's just say not my look. Yeah, and yeah. Um, so yeah, so I'm like, so they they call it, you know, next up, freestyle four, and yeah. this to this, and and like Sean Heckman was the only one entered, and he finished second. <laughs> And I didn't know this. And the only thing worse than hearing that was hearing a sea of mothers go, oh, um, because like, like there's nothing more humiliating than a bunch of parents going, oh, well, the only silver lining of that is you could have been third. Yeah. Could I have been third? You could have been third. You could I be never third. Knew that. You didn't even know I mean, that. I, I yeah. had no See? idea. Yeah. Okay. Todd Eldridge is fixing Todd it. Just yeah. Like, it's yeah. a win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> win, I'll tell you that. <laughs> the, like, my single greatest regret of that day is it is a good story now. Yeah. It was not in that moment. Yeah, I'm sure. And I didn't take the photo. Or, I mean, I, I stood on the thing, but I didn't yeah. like buy the photo yeah, that yeah. I was to buy because yeah, in retrospect, that's an amazing Comedy photo Comedy yeah, 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 yeah. of me right. standing on a podium. Right. There should have been a book yeah. that yeah. should have been on first. Basically, I lost to the book. Yeah, I lost to the book, yeah. Um, <laughs> and 
Yeah. So then I go and I have lunch with my coach and my my coach who I, I love dearly, but her husband. This is going to sound made up, but it's real. I'm not sure if you know her, um, but her husband is a professional ventriloquist. <laughs> This is the best story yeah, ever. The, her husband is amazing. a professional ventriloquist. Out on me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, is the dummy with him? No. <laughs> What's funny is he like... So is the foreman. Yeah, uh, he's <laughs> really the coach. <laughs> no, but... We're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, we go to a rainforest cafe in Anaheim, yeah. at, at, uh, downtown Disney. And, yeah. and um, <laughs> so where I'm going with the fact he's a ventriloquist is he's kind of that he had a Vegas show for a while he's kind of that I'm always the funny guy guy yeah, so he's always yeah. chatting up people and being yeah. the funny guy <laughs> of course the, the waitress was kind of cute yeah and uh, I, I do want to point out that a rainforest cafe is also in itself oh no it gets worse <laughs> So this kind of you been to one of those? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, you know, yeah. like I got like, kids. Yeah, so. right, 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 right. Yeah, imagine, imagine being twenty three on Valentine's Day, having yeah. having your loser lunch with your with your coach and her ventriloquist husband, and um, and the cute waitress comes up and um, and he's like, "Hey, Rebecca, this is Sean. He was just in an ice skating competition." I'm like, "Fucking don't do this! Fucking don't do this!" And she's like, "Oh, that's cool." And he's like, "Yeah, he was the only one entered and he lost." And I'm like, "Thanks, funny guy." Um, and the the final piece of the story, I guess you don't know the whole thing. Uh, the final piece of the story is: so do, you, do you know about like, Todd? You wouldn't know this, but Ryan. Do you know my one like very weird animal fear? Uh, well, butterflies. Oh yeah, we have talked yeah, about that. I'm yeah, terrified yeah, of butterflies. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. They fly, I just don't yeah. like. I we can't. saw one somewhere on yeah. one of the trips. And, I warned and, you, and, you, like, and you were like, "Don't make fun of me with this." And it was yeah. like real, real fear. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Okay, this I'm is a thing." Like, no, the things yeah. can freak me out. Yeah. Like, I don't have like some childhood trauma. I just hate butterflies. <laughs> fucking mechanical butterfly <laughs> at the goddamn rainforest cafe shows up and just starts doing this, and I'm just like, and it, like I don't consider myself religious, but in that moment, I was like, "There's a god, and he's got a great sense of humor." Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> so yeah, that was my very last game. Oh competition. my god! Can you yeah. do me a huge favor? Can yeah. you cut just that audio and send it to me? Yes, <laughs> from that story. I just want that at all times. Oh my god! I, I mean, they still they still run that competition, and and it at is Disney usually Ice. over Valentine's Day. Yeah. So it's yeah okay. Still have let's, get you, let's get you back in. So I get you back gladly, into it. Yeah. I actually I do think about going back, um, but literally like between the time and the energy. I don't want to deal with that kind of humiliation because the other thing is now I know if it got out that I was doing this now that we're doing all this nonsense. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like at 22, I didn't really tell anybody, but yeah. like you assholes would show up. Oh, and, absolutely. I'd make and, a fly, like a like yeah, Sean and, Heckman yeah, fly. And, and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and like the single worst thing is let's just say I'm not exactly, especially at this age and being off, like I am not exactly Todd Eldridge on the ice. Oh. Believe it or not. Huh. Yeah. So it yeah. won't look anything yeah. like people. Like people are going to be So you're not a three-time Olympian. I am not. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. I did okay in juniors um, and that was it. So... <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, back to you, Todd Elder. <laughs> I don't have any great stories like that. Yeah. yeah. You don't have any massive failures that you want to talk about? Um, well, oh, <laughs> all right. I mean, I don't know about not necessarily skating. I mean, yeah, of course, sure. I have plenty of massive failures yeah, in skating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Um, racing for sure. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can relate to that. Hence the, yeah. the shirt. I'm having a day. This is this is the best thing that came out of the day. Oh, Sebring. Okay. Where was it? Um. Well, I turn I, five exit. I, no, oh. I. Well, I don't. I, I don't know all the turns, but back straight. Yeah. And this is a track day Corvette you drive. Yeah, I was yeah, Z06 yeah. at the time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyhow, so I'm flying around coming down the back straight, and it, uh, some clouds, you know, different things as they happen in Florida. Yeah. A certain time of day. And uh, that time is any time. <laughs> yeah. Really. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, so I'm 
cruising down this little Miata's in front of me and I'm like okay I'll go around this guy no problem well and you can see it at the end and you're like is it raining or is yeah. it not really raining right. and I was like right. it looks like it could be yeah. it's like it could be so this guy decides that as soon as we get to the rain where mm-hmm. it starts because just it happens like that he slams on his brakes yeah. And I'm already bearing down on this guy to pass him oh, before we get. Oh no! <laughs> and so, so I'm going. Oh God! So I slam on the brakes and like, oh God, I don't want to crash into this guy. Which at that yeah. at hindsight should yeah. have should, right, yeah. should have yeah. just barreled Sometimes into the back. That's of him. the best way to go. It would have been yeah. much better than what actually ended up yeah. happening. Yeah. So I'm doing some of this crazy stuff. <laughs> Spun backwards, bam! Slammed into the wall. Backwards. So if you're going to hit something in a, in a Z06 at the time, you would want to use the front of the car. Yeah. Right? Well, the shit is. Yeah. 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 No, the back of the car. Yeah. Was there's what? like nothing in a seat. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> so needless to say, uh, that was that was really because I I drove there yeah. in the car, right? So oh, I didn't, I didn't yeah. have I don't have a trailer. Oh, no. or nothing. Oh, okay, I, oh yeah, 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 I drove there. Where, wait, where were you living at the time? I I was living in Florida. I was living down in uh, Fort Lauderdale. That's that's two hours away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not a short drive yeah. Um, yeah. in a car that's not in the right yeah. number of pieces. Yeah. Uh, but I did drive home. I did drive home. Um, so anyway, so so I I slammed it in the wall. Yeah. Back. Oh, yeah. Going, oh God. And immediately realized that a lot of bad things were going to happen as I'm driving off. It's not really driving very well. Yeah. And I get it back to the paddock area and I take and I look and the, the muffler, one of, one of the sides of the muffler was completely just hanging. Yeah. So I was like, well, that's great. <laughs> So that's going to go in the trunk, I guess, on the way home. <laughs> but at that point, also not realizing all the damage that I right. could do yeah, to a car right. yeah. at that rate of speed. So you're going through sure. that process that every driver goes through as they're trying to go back to the pitch where you're convincing yourself since you're not, not seeing it. It's not that bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just one in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah for sure. I was, I'll wait, wait till the rain passes. It'll be okay. I'll be good. <laughs> so I get back and I look and I go, oh, God. I am screwed. I, how the hell am I going to drive home? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, muffler goes in, whatever. Um, no, were you there by yourself? The, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so the, everything else that I brought with me goes in the car. Cause, I mean, you know, Corvette, it's got a big trunk. You can right? fit stuff, yeah. yeah, yeah you fit a well, lot you made it smaller. Yeah, it I did have a big yeah. trunk. I, yeah. I, I made it interesting, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, I didn't realize until after we, I got back and had it assessed with all the damage that was done that the entire back of the the a Corvette, the trunk is an entire tub, mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. piece. Yeah, yeah. That was not, not in cheap. one piece anymore. Yep. Yep. So that needed to be fixed mm-hmm. and <laughs> many other things. Um, the best part was on the, the drive home, going kind of back roads at yeah, this point, so I can't go at speed. Yeah, you basically just cut across the state yeah. to get there, and it's like not a highway. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's no, like no. two-lane roads all the way. Yeah. So I'm going pretty slow. A car that's not going straight with no muffler. And Well, it's pretty loud at that point. Yeah, yeah. right. That's right. Going <laughs> pretty, yeah, yeah, pretty loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty loud. Good thing is you're in Florida. <laughs> so, Fit right in. Yeah. As I'm driving, and I'm like, and I'm just trying to like keep it at a decent speed and not go too fast, obviously, because I can't, <laughs> and, and just trying not to look like I'm a total... <laughs> Not up to the Guy, like I just yeah. stole this yeah, car. Right, right, yeah. right. No, nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so I, I've got this police car behind me, of course. <laughs> How does this happen? I don't realize it. Uh-huh. Because I'm just like, oh, right, And he's, he's like, you can't be any closer yeah. than this guy yeah. is to my car. Yeah. And I can't hear a damn thing. He can have his sirens blaring. This no. car is so freaking loud. <laughs> yeah. With no muffler. Yeah. It's 
ridiculous. So he's he's finally I I look in my mirror and he was far enough away from me that that I was like, oh, I got to pull over. So I pull over and the guy gets out and he's one of those kind of Florida cops. And he's like, get out of the car, sir. And blah, blah. I'm like, okay, what? what the you what are, I do? There's I'm like, no way you're not in a stolen car. Yeah, right, clearly. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. You're fleeing an incident or something. He, yeah. he thought for sure that I had all kinds of narcotics in this yep. car. Yep. All sorts of things. And you're already thin. And <laughs> You're in great shape. And I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, what, dude? I just, he's like, I was following you for however long. I'm like, I couldn't hear anything. Like, car's still out. What are you talking about? Yeah. He's like, yeah. Oh, I don't need any of that talk. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. here we go. Right, yeah. Right. And so, yeah. Yeah. It was quite entertaining. There four other cops. Oh, so he showed up. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, all yeah, kinds yeah. of people. Okay. He's like, if you had driven another like two minutes, I was gonna ram you off the road. Oh, and I'm like, two crashes oh. one day. Well, that would have that would have been really beneficial. Like, consistent. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here I am in a ditch with gators now. Okay. And a car that's smashed yeah. and the yeah, muffler fair. in the trunk. Fair. Okay. So, so anyway, so it actually turned out really interesting because. Uh, I have relatives. The reason I was uh, Scott Sharp, whatever you guys mm-hmm. were in Stewart, Florida. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. My relatives that live in Stewart, Florida. Florida. Okay. All right. Um, and uh, well, boy, if we got a business proposition <laughs> for them, yeah. Wait for thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thirty minutes. Keep yeah. listening. Yeah. <laughs> so so anyway, so this I, w- I happen to be in that county. Yeah. For uh, for this incident, and sure enough, I texted my cousin and I said, "Hey, I'm blah blah blah. This yeah. this is happening, whatever." And he called into. One of the guys that was actually there, oh, wow. yeah. and was like, "Yeah, this is the story and whatever," and so it it all worked out fine. Yeah, wow, right, right. yeah. <laughs> Luckily, yeah, no, <laughs> because otherwise, yeah, I don't know what was gonna happen. Yeah. We, we call that. J- yeah. Oh, we do not call it that. <laughs> That's getting bleeped. Yeah. <laughs> it's like wow. Sir? Yeah. So that was a that was an expensive track day. Yeah. 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 That yeah. was that was at least a twenty. $25,000. Yeah, no, yeah. you're back in right. a Corvette like yeah. that's a Z06 too, so yeah. I mean, that's a, yeah. that's a half of a year with Richard Callahan. It was. <laughs> yeah, 10 years old. Yeah, yeah. Ten, <laughs> in the 80s, right. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, for a 10-year-old, yeah. Um, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that wasn't fun. Yeah. That was that was my only bad scenario on a racetrack. So are, are track days a thing for you? Uh, they used to be. Okay. <laughs> and then family and then yeah. kids and family and yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I thought it was that, that trip the Florida is like maybe we won't do this for a while yeah no yeah. I when well I lived in Michigan okay uh, before Florida um, and, and that was for skating right like you correct. did some stuff yeah there? I did most of most of my career actually was in Michigan yeah um, yeah I moved there from here in San Diego back mm-hmm. 1992-ish yeah um, and I was there pretty much through the end of my career yeah. yes yeah. he was there and it was same concept where it was a center in Detroit, Detroit yeah. Skating Club. At yeah. that time, I mean, myself, Tara Lipinski, uh, the top dance team at the time, uh, Punzel and Swallow, we're, mm-hmm. we're all training. We were all in the Olympic team together. We were all training at the same yeah. facility. Yeah. Um, so it was, a, it was a center they were trying to create yeah. at that time. Yeah. It, it, and they still would if, if it were viable right now. It's, sure. it's struggling right now sure. a little bit. But, um, oh, we'll get into skating's troubles because there's a lot of parallels. But... <laughs> um, but to that point, like you went because of, like, just because I find this is very analogous to racing, you went because the person that you were sort of attached to to develop, Correct. he Correct. went there, you went there. So yep. whatever facilities yeah. this yeah. center had ultimately came down to, this is the guy I'm, I'm doing my right. thing with, yeah. so right. I'm going to go do this. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was it was a much better here in Southern California at the time. I mean, late '80s, early '90s, mm-hmm. skating was not a really huge thing like you didn't find a rink that had more than one sheet of ice okay you did you just 
just wasn't a thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and I mean, there was great coaching, but I mean, they were struggling. They were, uh, you'd, you'd have to travel from this rink to that rink to this rink just to get ice time. Yeah, right, and right. It was much more of a challenge. I mean, this place that we went to in Detroit had two sheets of ice and then they were building a third sheet. So I ended up with three sheets of ice. So, yeah. I mean, and just that context, all one location. Uh, you mean like three rinks instead yeah, of three rinks? Yeah. yeah. Right. And, okay. and, right. and yeah. that's important because now it means there can be a, a rink dedicated to figure yes. skating uh, or, well, or whatever. And, and at that time, that, that rink was a little bit more unique because it was more a country club style uh, ah. where it was just figure skating. Mm-hmm. There was, they, oh, they had no so hockey. They had, yeah. oh, so oh, it was a private member club. Okay. And so Which we're seeing this with racetracks now. Yeah, I was at Thermal yesterday. Yeah, yeah. But, like, rinks are just like track time in the sense that, you know, today the track might have this, tomorrow the track might have some other thing. So if you're trying to work in your testing program, you're only going to be able to do it when you're allowed in. And figure skating, like, growing up where I grew up, you know, you're you're balancing it with public sessions, hockey sessions, whatever. Especially here in California. Yeah, Public session is like... Yeah, and you can't (laughs) exactly... Yeah, and and you can't exactly practice on a public session. No. So, yeah. No, it's not not feasible. There's 200 people out there trying to... The ice and the whole thing. (laughs) Right, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't work. <clears throat> well, so we, we, we got sidetracked on the ISI thing. <laughs> uh, Which was a great story. Yeah, yeah no, that's my favorite part of it. <laughs> we got sidetracked on the ISI thing because you could, in fact, not win if you're the only one entered. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. Um, so, but as You kid, knew this morning when we got up. Oh, I knew it was coming. <laughs> like it yeah, was yeah, coming yeah, up. Yeah, 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 and I just told you a brand new story yeah, that you never heard. Yeah. Um, but, uh, all right, so as a kid, you're doing ISI, you're doing USFSA. You're, you're moving around. What does an 11-year-old do when you're not living at home? I mean, I know you're skating all the time, but you're not skating and then going to bed and then getting up and skating again. How does this work? At, at that time, I would go to the rink in the morning, 5.30 in the morning, skate for about an hour and a half, go to school, go back to the rink in the afternoon for probably an hour, hour and a half. So it was a regular public school you would go to? Go, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it, homeschooling back then was not really yeah. well, it's, much of anything. It's, it's a later conversation, but that's kind of part of my big criticism of where skating is now in terms of popularity because homeschooling isn't a great way to grow a personality. No. And we're it's, seeing the effects. But it's, anyway. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. it's different. It's yeah. different. I mean, it, it, I mean, the social aspect of, you know, kids going to school and, and, um, and you know, at least having your sense of humor. And, even, yeah, yeah. even if they are homeschooled, if there, there are other homeschool kids and groups that you're a part of and want to be yeah, a part yeah. of, great. You know, if you're right. just homeschooled because you're going to go to the right. rink and hang out with the kids at the rink all day, mm, you're you're all doing the same thing all the time. Right. You're not exposed and, to And that's where I'm going. It's very, other things. very specifically, you're yeah. with the same half dozen kids with all the same the interests. So you're not getting that diversity of right. things and life experience that you normally yeah. would get. But anyway, so you're literally going to school, going back to an ice rink in a state you don't live in. You're not dealing with your parents. No, no. I uh, there was uh, one of the one of the other girls that was there doing the same thing that I had done, and actually from the same area where I was, where I was from. Uh, her mom actually moved down there with her and relocated there to to house to make several work. kids. So okay. it was kind of like she was a house mother. You were literally in like the ten year old flop house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the skating <laughs> flop house for eleven year olds. Yeah, yeah. So How's there, there were movie? probably like six of us. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> in that same house, and she was the mom, and right. she took yeah. care of us wow. all. Wow. Yeah, was she, she was. Is she a known name? No. Okay. No, but she uh, she was amazing. I mean, she was great with that. Yeah. So it. Uh, uh, at the at the preteen flop house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which <laughs> Interesting. Must have been like a just free for all of <laughs> who's the funnier person who can prank other people like and, stuff like oh that. Oh yeah, there was yeah. a lot of that. Yeah, and, I mean yeah. there were. It was it was different because there were all different ages yeah. of kids there. Right. I mean like right. I was one of the younger ones at 
11, 12 years old. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, there were, you know, 18-year-olds and 19-year-olds mm-hmm. and stuff like that, too. All yeah. in the same house. Yeah. So, all in different areas. So, very different conversations. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 sure. What do you mean? Yeah. 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 Uh, so, you, you grew up faster. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, as you have with an older sibling. That doesn't really exist in racing, per se. I mean, kids will move out of town, like, when they start hitting, like, a teenage age. They'll be like, North Carolina is where I got to be. I don't know if it's at the same effect. There, there is in karting where kids will go to Europe. Like I, I remember oh, yeah, Michael fair. Valiante was telling me that he yeah. moved to Italy and lived at a shop that yeah. had like an apartment above it. Yeah. And they brought, I, th- I think they brought tutors to the shop kind of right. thing. And then it was just like the, the shop is at the track. So it's yeah. kind of the same thing. It's like get yeah. out there and practice. Dominic yeah. Cicero did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. so at that point when you're living in the pre- in the flop house of kids that are going to go on the skate, uh, are, are, are they seeing results quick enough or talent naturally that they're like, ooh, this, we need to keep this kid to like make this. This is going to be a thing for us. Uh, yeah, for the most part. Yeah. I mean, it was I, my my career kind of had a natural progression along the way. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I made it to nationals at a, you know, one of the youngest competitors right. at that time. Yeah. At the time, there's there's basically three tiers of age. There's novice, junior, novice, and junior, then, and senior, and senior. Yeah, yeah. And novice is the young young kids. Yeah. yeah, I mean, at that time, novice was the lowest level mm-hmm. it could go. And now it's all changed. Whatever we'll talk about <laughs> right. later. Everybody gets trophy. Yeah. <laughs> what? But, uh, <laughs> I know. But uh, um, so at, at you know at a young age, I I made it the first time. The next time I went, I was a silver medalist, then mm-hmm. the gold medalist yeah. the next at time. At a national then, level. Yeah, on yeah. the national yeah. level, yeah. and then. You know, you move up to the junior level, you go to junior worlds, and, you know, the ball started rolling yeah. in, in the right direction yeah. for okay. for everything and the results. And so everybody was like, okay, this this right. could be a thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. He's going to junior worlds. He's doing this. He's yeah. doing that. It's His path is tr- right. going on yeah. this trajectory. So. Well, and in those days, so a pro in any sport now can compete in the Olympics. In the 80s and 90s, that was not the case. Yeah. Or the early part of the 90s. No, not until, and, not until 94. Right, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. so... Like, could you supplement income at all no. with any of this? Yeah, it's purely. I, yeah. I couldn't do anything. So it had to come from family money yep. to yep. be able to make this work. Yep. Yep. I want to go back two steps because I'm wondering if, well, you moved very young, so it may not have been the same. Um, when I started getting into ice skating, and now this was in California where maybe ice skating wasn't as common, but once I specifically went the route of figure skating, let's just say my seventh grade life wasn't great. No. Um, was, this, was this similar for you? Yeah. Because, it, Okay. Even though, so you go down the route of figure skating and chain a mass, like, is there a bunch of, like... Because you're getting picked on? Is that yeah, 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 yeah. Like, is there a oh, bunch yeah. of Southie yeah. type kids that are giving you <laughs> for doing oh, the... Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, all the time. Like the RJs of the world. <laughs> well, I was right. going to say, it was yeah. Chip Kachubis Jr. Was it Yeah, Kachubis. Yeah, Kachubis Jr. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, the stereotype of figure skating was such that it wasn't the greatest for... You know, any any kids back, especially in that time. Right. I mean, obviously, everything's very different now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it was it was not necessarily something that was like, oh, you're a figure skater. That's great. Right. But even like in skating, <laughs> where skating is a norm still, if you're going to do it, you needed to be a hockey player. Oh, yeah. To not for get sure. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. All right. No question. Okay. But I assume if you move away and you're living in, in the preteen flop house, uh, that isn't a thing anymore because now you're in a community. Although I guess you're still going to public you school. You are. I mean, I was still a public school, so okay. it still was. Oh, wait. It still was. In Michigan. Yeah. No, I was in Pennsylvania at the time. Well, not not a whole better. lot better. Yeah. Okay. So public school yeah. in Pennsylvania, and yeah. they're like, where are you going after school? You're like, I'm going back to skating practice. Mm, yeah. Didn't yeah. Go, I'm guessing that didn't go well. Yeah, that I, that I came here from. Yeah, yeah okay. it, was only, it was only after, pretty much after we left Pennsylvania and went to Colorado that it was more accepted. Okay. Yeah. Just because in Colorado, um, there were a lot of other skaters and other athletes mm-hmm. that were mm-hmm. part of 
the school there. Right. I mean, okay. it's, it was a much smaller town. Colorado Springs is small, right. so it, 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 the athletes all went to the same high schools. Is or this town. where racing shows up? Like, like I got to start wearing Corvette T-shirts to high school. <laughs> so I was I always a car guy, but I didn't, right? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. I'm not projecting at all when I say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like race cars a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no, no. See this Honda hat? I'm totally into that. That that wasn't the thing. Don't beat me up, Mike. No, yeah. I was I was a car guy, but not so much. Gotcha. That, okay. Yeah, yeah. That okay. wasn't part of it. Okay. <laughs> I'm not projecting at all. <laughs> all right. Where did racing show up in all this? <sighs> I mean, f- for me, I mean, I've followed racing. I watch racing all along. I mean, when was I was, was younger. Uh, no, no, just kind of a thing just that I picked thing. up. And yeah. yeah, I mean, I was, I, I love cars. I just was always interested in, mm-hmm. in cars in general. And then just started following a lot more, you know, racing and different things. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, I, I would say more when I moved to uh, Michigan and was got some more success mm-hmm. and, and had a few dollars that I could spend and, and bought my first Corvette. Yeah. Uh, then, then it kind of opened up a, a big world yeah. as far as the, the, the racing world and the, the, the car world. So as a kid, it was like a casual interest that you weren't necessarily yeah. following per se. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but when I did that, there was, there's a, at the time, um, they own they owned uh, Ferrari and Chevy dealerships, uh, Cauley, okay. uh, at the time, and now they just they just have Ferrari now. But um, uh, so I bought my Corvette there, and, mm-hmm. and they would do track days, and so I got oh, involved gotcha. yeah. in doing track days with them because mm-hmm. they you know they do it for their clients yeah. and, and yeah. whatnot. And uh, so I was like, okay, well, let's let's go try it. Yeah, right, see right, what right. it's all about. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've got this car; might as well go. Figure I'm it an out. athlete. I know this already. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. that's how a lot of people uh, get into it. Yeah. You know, like Joe Rubo, the guy coaching Ferrari Challenge, he had got a Ferrari right. used, but and I, that dealership was still like, hey, we do track days. Well, but here's that where I want to go with this: go, is you know. we we we've both seen this with outside athletes or just people who think they're very good at what they do. <laughs> um, so they they usually, and I don't know about your group, but they normally partition track days. Um, based on a, not skill, we'll just call it experience. We had this exact conversation with another, with another athlete. With an athlete. Yes, that's where I was going <laughs> with Sean this. Johnson. Yeah, yeah. So they normally, like, you've never done a track day before. They might be like, okay, you're going to be with our first run group or our third run group. They, yeah. you know, these are people that are just new to this. <laughs> it's very common for somebody who's very good at what they do to be to do two laps. And like, I've got this. I'm ready for the experience group. <laughs> Which guy were you? Uh, I was the guy that learned. Um, you took your time. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. You weren't demanding. I mean, yeah, I, I, I felt comfortable that I could probably go fast, but I also knew it was my car and I didn't end up smashing it a wall at Sebring or something like that. Uh, (laughs) You'll wait to own for that. You're doing this wrong. You built up to it. Yeah. 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 Um, So so I I did a bunch of track days with them and actually my my very first experience doing um, any kind of track day Mm -hmm. was after I I, uh, purchased my Corvette. I had a, a sponsorship with Chevrolet at the time um, because of the Olympics. Mm-hmm. They were sponsoring mm-hmm. the Olympic Games. And uh, they, as part of the kind of a, a, the deal, uh, I was able to go to VIR to do the Justin Bell School. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Cool. So yeah. I went out there and did that. Mm-hmm. And it was a blast. Love really the track. Amazing. Did you remember any of the instructors? Uh, besides Justin. Yeah. Um, well, he spoke. I don't. But who actually instructed yeah, oh, He so. got in the car with me. He got in the car. Really? Yeah. Okay. Wait, he um, drove or he right seat? Right no, he was on the right side. Wow. That's that's nothing against you. <laughs> but that's that's a yeah, point. Yeah, you don't see society. pro drivers getting yeah. right seats. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Doug Smith was a buddy of mine that worked on that program. So yeah, he probably would have been there for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
right? yeah it was it was it was fun i mean it yeah. was yeah is a place you can knowing, hurt yourself oh yeah yeah yeah, so. yeah. No, I, I took it nice and slow because again it's new yeah. to the whole concept of being on track and driving really going for it and, yeah, yeah. yeah but it was it was kind of a crazy crazy time but that's cool. Uh, you're able to use some of your star power from from your professional sport to get to go play with cars and stuff yeah, yeah. oh no it was awesome yeah it was, it was great obviously if you look you up uh, you're three-time olympian and to me like i've always had it an admiration for the olympics but it wasn't the sport that i you know had sure. a family interest you know that was funny enough i actually do have a family member that does it but um what are the things that you would never expect to know about like being an olympian you know, like obviously you see it on TV and it's like something that's always going to be like respected and things like that. But are there any like it's actually not what you think or it's it's surprising to find out that it, it, it's like this well, and not like that. Like how long do you have to stand during the opening ceremony? Oh, my God. It's, ter- it's terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, being the United States team, obviously. Right. <laughs> you're the, the last team oh, to, come, yeah. to, okay. to march in. Right. Right. So you're you're in the, the staging area forever. Um, so you're basically like in a hallway. Go. You're just, yeah. I, well, yeah. I mean, most of it's outside because right. there's just so many people. Okay. For yeah, it's crazy. And are you, can you sit or you just have to stand? No, no. You're just standing. It's the winter whole time. Olympics, so yeah. wherever you are, it's cold. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> and typically, like the 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 men's competition wasn't like it was more towards the end of say the first week or the you know the, the that next week because usually it starts like on a saturday or something like that and then that next week we're towards the middle to end of it um so at least we didn't have to go right into it like the pair teams yeah they all had to go like the next day and compete. yeah so they're standing around all so day a lot of them yeah. didn't march in the opening mm-hmm. ceremonies because it it's a it's a process and it, right. it's i mean it's going to take hours so you're standing for hours in the standing cold. yeah to, to even just march in for hours then you march around the entire you know stadium that takes however long that takes. Then you go and you sit in your special section for the entire duration of the whole. Oh, so the countries thing. that start with A get to sit. Once yeah. they find their section. Yeah, as soon as they get oh. in there, they're sitting and they're, they're just waiting for you guys. Fucking Albania. <laughs> Goddamn Argentina. Yeah. All right. So so they're they're set. Yeah, they get to sit there and just watch everybody else do it. But again, right. I mean, it's cold. So, I mean, they're sitting and it's cold. It's so, cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it really that much better? Uh, um, but... Uh, so yeah, that's a that's a process. Um, but I mean, it's it's the coolest thing ever. Well, okay. So, but you got to do it three times, right? So the first time it had to be like mind blowingly amazing. The second time, are you like first done time? It? First time was very interesting because it was it was kind of a whirlwind. And this was even just 92. getting there. Ninety two. Yeah, and you're a kid. Like get, I'm, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, just getting there was a nightmare because it's in a small mountain town in France, and like the. When you when you arrive, you have to go through processing, which you get all the gear and all the stuff. So it's like going to a, a big Macy's and you just pick out all your clothing and all your stuff and whatever, and then they put it in 16 bags and take it to your room for you and wherever. But that staging was two hours from where the village was. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, so the village so is in the, a whole other place. We did the staging, okay. and then we got to up the mountain – to, to where the village was. And it was this tiny little mountain town, right. basically, that they turned into a village. Right. And so we got into the village, and it's security up the wazoo. They, the camera or the, the mirrors under the bus with the, you know, checking for Even people and bombs and whatever. Yeah. I mean, all kinds yeah, yeah. of crazy stuff. Okay. So it's a definite eye opener for somebody who's never been to this right. type of an event. Because how old is it? Uh, I would have been, what, 20? Yeah, still a kid. 20. So, yeah. 
Uh, so it was crazy. So I was like, okay, this is how it is. All right. Um, and then our venue from the village was another hour and a half by school bus, basically, down the mountain yeah. to where the, the, the arena was. Uh, so, like, like, logistics were a nightmare for this, this Olympics. Yeah, Just yeah, forget it. So, going everywhere. So, getting, getting to – so, it was an hour and a half to get down to where the, the opening ceremonies was. You wait around forever. You finally march in, do your thing, do the opening ceremonies. And, it, I mean, the production that they put on for the opening ceremonies, I mean, it was in – and that one was in France, so it was very Cirque du Soleil, and the whole, it was pretty awesome. It was really cool. Um, but it, it just was such a, a, a weird – and it was a weird time, too. I mean, 92, I mean, there was a lot of fighting going on in the world yeah, and yeah. different things happening, yeah. and, and one of the – Luckily, it's peaceful now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fix that. <laughs> um, one of the athletes uh, from uh, – oh, God, where is he from? Well, he's from Yugoslavia at the time. Oh, so he's with a country that had doesn't just been exist divided. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anymore. Right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, so he was he was from there, and of course there was all kinds of fighting between the two sides. And when when we were standing around chit chatting because he was close to us to march in for the opening ceremonies, and we were all standing around chatting, and, and um, when the the fighter planes flew overhead, he just hit the deck. That was just his instinct. His instinct from what Holy he had dealt with for training. Right. So, like, realism hits yeah, real right, fast. Right. You're like, okay, I'm sitting at home training in wherever I was living at the time, and, and there's no big deal for us. Like, we just go to the rink and train. We don't have to worry about whether or not we're going to get shell-shocked or bombed or whatever on the way to the rink to train that day. Like, crazy. So, I, like, like, that was just a moment of, like, wow. Okay, this guy's path to this moment is like well and so much crazy. so that of all the things that could have happened during the opening ceremonies that's what sticks out to you yeah yeah oh yeah right. you know yeah. it's like i yeah, mean the rest of it was great but right. it was well, you remember that, this dude like hitting the deck yeah. 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 yeah altering your yeah perspective yeah. eye opening yeah. 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 yeah yeah so very very interesting from the, the mm-hmm. first olympics to the next olympics yeah. and beyond on the third um, one you're like eh, well third one salt lake city you're smoking cigarettes and you're like i don't care it was still a forever took forever to get in there but like i've been to salt lake before but it was yeah but uh and that was it was a really cool i mean the salt lake one was actually really cool games uh you know, being in in these the states and, yeah. and the whole bit. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the reason I came back to, to give it another oh, really? shot. And, yeah, yeah. Because I, I left for a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, from competitive skating. But getting to come back and compete on your home back. soil was worth it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Cool. For yeah. sure. Um, yeah. No, it was amazing. But just so because this will probably come out right around when the Olympics are coming out. Um, kind of to your point. I mean, some of the things that people may not realize are watching. So, like, where are you? Because you you stayed on the campus, so to speak, right? Where mm-hmm. most of the athletes stay. Yeah. So. What is the process to get to the rink for you guys? And I know it's different from place to place, but it sounds like there's probably some commonalities. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you, you had to go through, I mean, there was all crazy security. Right. Uh, I mean, just, just like you're going through the airport, but then right. take it to another level. But it's like an elaborate college dorm, basically. Yeah. You're saying, yeah. yeah. I mean, we in, in Salt Lake, we stayed, it was basically college dorms. Right. Um, and but like then, in France or in um, In France, Nagano. it was just, they, they had built apartments okay. uh, in this town that they were going to convert back into housing right. for, you know, people. But all the athletes are living in this apartment but We're all living in it, yep. Okay. yep. Same thing they did in, in, um, Nagano. in Nagano. Yeah. They built, like, these huge apartment complexes, like these buildings, and they were going to be to house all of the... Um, like police and, and firefighters and, and whatever afterwards. Yeah. So it was really kind of cool. Um, I don't know what's happened to that. But now, my point but is, like, you watch it on TV, you're not necessarily thinking, like, 
You don't just grab your bag and walk to the rink no. from there. So what is the process? No, you get you you go through the security and the machines and you get whoop 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 with the thing. And you get on the bus and it and it's it's like stages along the way. So the bus has to stop a certain way. Then they have to check the bus to make sure there's nothing, no bombs, no yeah. people underneath. This hiding is every Olympics. It goes like this. Every, yeah. No. Every one it, of them. I'm not, I'm assuming this is for everybody, but or is it more so because it's the United States? No, nope, everybody. This, everyone's it's just, it's the just same. to get into the village. Yeah, yeah. That, that was the concept yeah. to get into the village. Yeah for the bus and then you got on the bus yeah. and then as it left it did the same process sure. and then took you to the rink yeah. went through another checkpoint of whatever and then you finally got to go to your and i'm guessing because it's not like this is todd's bus it's <laughs> hey everybody that goes to the ice the bus leaves at eight get, oh, yeah. get your ass down there so it's like you know i don't know how many athletes that is in, in that one trip but it's like 50 people you we're leaving at eight you know so you're not over here like oh man i can't imagine the logistics like, tanya harding's late yeah. again with her makeup or something you know you're like we gotta go <laughs> oh yeah no it's on yeah. it's on a schedule yeah if you yeah. miss it you miss yeah, it that, that's like, it you're toast yeah and yeah and it, in <laughs> oh. in albertville it was an hour and a half away so if you missed it yeah you're really gone you're yeah. toast mm-hmm. it, it actually did happen with one of the actually one of the russian pair teams um they i don't know whatever ended up happening somehow they got there okay <laughs> no. i don't know this is long they before the russian Uber. team yeah <laughs> but, the yeah. russian team yeah oh i'm pretty sure i know how it happened <laughs> well we got a ride from the french yeah. is that what you're saying yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i took a reno yep. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're happy i'm proud of you yeah, i'm proud of you <laughs> you heard the story like four hours ago yeah. and now you're on i'm, I'm proud of you i'm, I'm proud of you go on <laughs> so so it, was, it i mean it was a it's a process i mean it's right. it everything is a lot and the ride itself is probably, I mean, again, longer. I know every location is different, but it's an hour-long bus ride yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that was. I mean, it, obviously, in, in Salt Lake, it was much closer. It was, you know, right down the street. Right. Um, well, my point is, like, but it was, you're, it, it's a process. You're you're not just living on rink time yeah. schedules. You're no. living on, I got to get on the bus. I got to think about the fact it's going to be three hours before I can pee again. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Know, well, and, and there's there's that, too. I mean, when is your practice? Right. Yeah. Do I, do I have to... Do I just have to kind of hang out at the rink after and, I'm done practice be before hours. I compete? Yeah. And it could be a couple hours because right. there's not enough time to go back right. to the village with the whole process yeah. of the busing and coming back. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's I a lot of different things that, that play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So well, that was, that was all, for, always, all for the event you spent your whole life yeah, right. training yeah. for. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I think yeah. Sean and I are both nerds about things like this in general, like logistics of how things have to work and operate. Right. So that's why we have these kind of random questions. One of my favorite things that I, I'm always like, really? Is the McDonald's support of the Olympics? You know, and it's like these athletes that are like 0% body fat. And they're like, big meat tomorrow. Sure is. Biggest, biggest in the world. Get my nuggets. Have a Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, they have McDonald's in the in the in the thing. You can actually eat it. I get it right yeah. afterwards because, like, on a yeah. Sunday night after a race, like it's a big side for me. Yeah, you know, no, like, it, but like they they have McDonald's in there. They always have McDonald's. They always yeah. have McDonald's. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Do you eat McDonald's? And I, I don't. Not now. Uh, but not now. The time? Yeah, we know now. At, but the, at time, the time, for sure, I would have a nugget or two, and you know, <laughs> a couple of fries. Yeah, and, live a little. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Typically not before competition, but right. But yeah, yeah. no. It, yeah. It, it is. It was always a very. Com- Comical situation. Yeah, I'm always like, these are the best athletes literally in the world. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, Let's we give got some McDonald's. double cheeseburgers over here for you. <laughs> yep. Yep. Now, they, the, the stories go um, that in these, you know, these housing complexes for the athletes, you're all young, you're all fit, you're all living the experience of a lifetime. What is the, uh, what is the party scene? Because I'm assuming some people, I mean, everybody's there to compete. But, you know, if you know you're not going to win and, uh, and there's <laughs> no, you're not going to win and there's an opportunity yeah. to have fun, you might have fun. There, 
there was a lot of that. Okay. There was a lot of... Not in Todd Eldridge's clean in, world. No, actually, okay. I, I, that wasn't my, part of my deal. Okay. Um, but I, I will say that there were there were players, I believe, from the couple of the hockey teams... Oh, yeah. That did <laughs> do some damage. I can see this. In Nagano. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, won't, I won't say yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. if, okay. if damage. there were maybe furniture and televisions that were coming from the th- oh, third floor oh, down. We, we, we have a very different wow. definition of damage, uh, sir. Like he tore it up. Yeah. So, <laughs> so things things happened there. Okay. Yeah, um, okay. yeah they, they didn't. I don't know if they won or not. Maybe it was a celebration. Maybe it was sure, not. Sure. I don't yeah. know. Um, yeah. yeah there there's some crazy stuff that went on. When you get your team kit, that's one of the most commonly criticized things every Olympics. It's like, oh, they dressed him in that and whatever. <laughs> Are you ever looking at the other countries like, oh, they got better hats than we got? All the time. <laughs> <laughs> every, every, time every time I competed, I think the, the, last, the last time we competed, like it was <laughs> – we had Roots was was our the sponsor. Yeah, yours in O two or the last U S. In O two, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, like after that, it's been Ralph Lauren yeah, or whatever. Right, right. Yeah. So, other, so at yeah. least they went with an American company, yeah. Yeah. whatever. But <laughs> right. before that, I mean, let's have the Canadian company outfit the Americans. It makes sense. <laughs> um, so, but yeah. I mean, it was great stuff. So yeah. it was okay. Uh, yeah, 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 there we go. Yeah. The yeah. ninety two and ninety eight. Uh, yeah, right, right. Come on. on, some of the things yeah. that we got. And yeah, it was it was always kind of yeah. like other other countries. I think took like a real sense of like pride and yeah. What what are we going to put our people in for right. that mm-hmm. moment that they right. see them in the opening ceremonies? Yeah. And that's right. about it. Right. Um, and and sure enough, like there were some really cool ones. It's like, yeah. oh, oh yeah, come on, that'd be awesome, yeah. Zimbabwe. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> now, when we hear the word damage, we um, <laughs> I like that you're going back. To we this. have a different interpretation. Um, so, if you're going to reinterpret damage, um, which athletes do the most damage during the winter? Olympics? Which, which sport you mean? Which sport? Yeah, yeah, is it the bobsledders? Yeah, yeah. Is it the hockey players? Is it the speed okay. skaters? I'm probably going to say hockey players. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, the most interesting. And this was another introduction to my first Olympics. Yeah. Um, when when I was finished in in Albertville, um, the village, like I said, was a small town, yeah. and like they had a fence up because it was still a town. Like people yeah. that still live there. So like on the one side of the fence was the village, and the other side of the fence was like restaurants and different things that for people in the village. Yeah. So if we wanted to go and hang out at the restaurant or go wherever and. You know, you just go out through the yeah. fence and come back in, whatever. So there was this one place, um, and I'll just throw it out there. It's French, mm-hmm. uh, so it was called Dufuck. Uh, yes! <laughs> which I don't know what oui. that trans is. Something yeah, about I do. rooster, yeah. I think. The rooster or something uh, yeah. like that. Uh, anyway. You're not helping. Yeah. <laughs> nah. yeah. But uh, that was the name of the place. Uh-huh. And sure enough, that was the place that everybody went to hang out after they were finished. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, yeah, have yeah. a couple of drinks or do whatever. Right. Uh-huh. Have a good right. time. And uh, so I went to this place, and um, we're sitting around, and we're having a drink or two, and, and a lot of the other athletes are in there. And you don't get a chance usually to hang out with anybody from other sports. So you so don't. it's yeah. kind of okay. cool. So you're yeah, in a little sure. world. You know, yeah. you're, whether you're in the village or you're in the... You well, know. It, yeah. And you're off the clock now, so to speak. Yeah, so I'm, you don't yeah. have to be like, I yeah. must think about this only. Yeah. Like you right. can relax. Okay. Right. I, I don't. Yeah. Some of them did, but right. whatever. It didn't matter, I guess. Um, so we're in this place and we're having a few drinks and these guys were in there. And, and they're older gentlemen, probably in their 40s, whatever, at the time. I'm 20-something. Yeah. I was an old guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh, so we, they start talking. They're like, yeah, yeah, we better get going. 
No, this was late. So mm -hmm. Like we better get going. It's getting kind of getting kind of late. We got we got our our first uh, match tomorrow morning. I'm like, <laughs> holy <laughs> shit! Curling guys. Curling oh, guys. Yeah. So they're, they're in there, all right, smoking and drinking yeah. and doing all yeah, kinds yeah, of crazy yeah. stuff. And yeah. of course, this is back then. I don't know what they do now, but sure enough, I was floored yeah. by that. I was like, yeah. wait, you guys are tomorrow. You, you got the started. gold medal match tomorrow. <laughs> what do they call the the actual? The sweeper people? No. Or the one that actually the, the does rock. the throw? The, no, no, the throw. Well, they're stones. I don't know what, stones, I don't yeah, know if they have an actual to, yeah, name like, for yeah. them. They might. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's stones, yeah. I should probably know that. Trying to figure out the bottle of the throttle crossover oh. to, to curling. Yeah, hur hurling to curling. Oh, hurling, hurling to curling. to curling. Well, from what he's describing, it sounds, sounds like, like... They were like... It sounds like before you throw it. Yeah. They could have been, there there been no, hurling yeah, at any there, time. There is no cutoff. Yeah, but I'd say, you're not operating heavy equipment. Dangerous equipment. Yeah, so maybe right. it's like, yeah. hey, yeah. maybe some guy's like, I gotta get tight. You know yeah. what I mean? And just like, and he—that's that's what that's what helps him. Curling the curling. Yeah. Yeah. Curling yeah. the curling. Yeah. I was I was definitely shocked at that one. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, we got a big one tomorrow. It's the final. Yeah. Well, it's the final <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah. But, but here's the other thing: it's like you're 20 year old Todd Elders at the time. You've only grown up with other skaters. Like, yeah, you went to a public school, but you weren't hanging out with those public school kids. You were only hanging around with skaters. Right. And based on my experience with top level skaters. Um, your your maturation process is quite a few years behind oh, yeah, sort of kids of the same age right, just because you right. just don't have that exposure. Yeah, so right. you may be looking at things at the equivalent of like what some of us normal public school kids oh, yeah, would look at at like, like 15 yeah, or 16. Yeah, what did you expect <laughs> this would yeah, be? Yeah, right, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So one, in that community, one big thing between skating and racing that I think is different is once you get to that sort of top group, you guys all have to hang out together a lot. And racers don't necessarily hang out all together all the time. Like, you're with your team. But yeah. drivers don't, like, you're not on a tour together. No, there's you're no, not like, in the same post. Olympic village it's together. It's like the SRX series. Right. It's like, yeah. SRX yeah, is the only one. Like the only one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You got a bunch of, you know, 16 <laughs> to mid-20s hanging out in, a, in, a, in an area together. And... Like, is that a good or a bad thing in the sense of, like, in my head it can get very catty with a group like that. Like, it's got to – that's got to be rough. At, at, because – At the – like, at competition time, uh, obviously yeah, you're doing like your thing. Kitty, but right. then, yes, like, after we were finished, typically in the summertime, we would all go on tour together. Right. We so do shows so, and travel around. Yeah, so after of, the Olympics and after the Worlds, um, it still goes on today, but there was a really big thing at the time called the Campbell's Soup Tour, right? Yeah, Champions on Ice. Champions on Ice. Then, yeah. Yeah. Um, now there's a similar thing called Stars on Ice. Um, and basically all the people that do well, they send you all on a big nationwide tour where you basically go do – Ice capades for, for different right. places around the country. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a concert. All over the right, place. so yeah. you're living like a rock band, but it's it's a yeah. bunch of 18 year olds. At that uh, time, at, at that time, it was a lot of younger kids. I mean, you were you know anywhere from like I mean, when Terrell Pinsky was on, and she's 15. I mean, she's coming out of Olympics at 15 and going on tour. So you've got 15 year olds, and you've got people who had been on for years and years right. and years, and they're probably pushing 30, 32, 35 years right. old. Right. right. So it was a very different. And you're all on the same group. bus together. And you're, uh, typically, it was dependent on the year, but it, it was usually two buses because, and you would they would kind of separate it. So, okay, younger folk over here, and the older folk over here, because it's not going to work well. Um, but uh, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, the the touring touring life was was fun when you're younger because it's a new thing and it's like wow this is cool i get to travel around and see a lot of different things and uh but at the same time i mean it's exhausting because you're you're literally on a bus for hours yeah. you know and it's just a regular bus it's not i mean oh, later yeah. on later on it was like when i was on stars on ice it was 
um, like tour buses. Yeah, so like so a that was a whole different thing, and you yeah, sleep right, in the yeah. whole bit. But, but this yeah. is like Champions your, on Ice was just this is like your standard regular old Greyhound, yeah. Greyhound bus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Coach USA, here we go. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, so that was that was definitely much more interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know, two hours in a seat like this, or yeah. four hours, and then well, get yeah, off. Yeah, the and, iPad. So you could just no, it didn't exist. Yeah. But yeah, so. But were, I mean, it was fun. You got to know you got to know the people you competed with. You got to know, you know. I mean, speaking of other guys that are into racing, Elvis Stoiko. Yes, um, he's, That's, a big, he's a big motocross big, guy. Yeah, yeah, big motocross. But he he actually did some karting yeah. uh, himself. He he's done a bunch of other things. Yeah. Right. Uh, so that's four now. Too. Yeah. We're up to four <laughs> now in, so, yeah. in, in this yeah. in this continent. Um, but uh, so I mean, we would have a lot of good conversations right. and, and hang out and do a lot of fun things. So, uh, this is probably more for me than our audience. But who is so who is the Todd Eldridge crew? on this kind of thing because I could see you and Stoico getting along because you're sort of yeah. dudes I mean there's um, um, guys like John Zimmerman okay. uh, Michael Weiss um, John actually there were a couple of us John and myself um, so this John, was later yeah. on John Zimmerman he, he we was a pair skater, pair skater. Just, yeah. again kind of in that normal dude category yeah he we we did the Bondurant school together oh a couple okay. of times so we went you're better than him five yeah, <laughs> five guys. Five yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. we, we yeah. went and we went and did that a few times, and and uh, that was a blast. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So I mean, there there were a few of us that yeah. were kind of into that thing, and and would always hang out and do that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even like Elvis would bring his little RC cars on the road, <laughs> yeah. and do that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I typically would be on the golf course too. Uh, so there's a bunch of guys that were right. big golfers, and we would bring our clubs and throw them under the bus and do that whenever we had the day off. Or sure, two. sure. Yeah. All, all like all the people that I kind of hung with, like you didn't really irritate each other. I mean, some of the other some of the other groups, yeah, uh, like some of the Russian skaters, ah, they didn't it. necessarily get along with each other so well. Yeah. Um, there was a whole scenario of this husband and wife, and then this one and well, that, so that one. Yeah, we're getting like into there, the novel. That's, that's, right. so that, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. days of our lives yeah, kind exactly. of stuff. Well, yeah. That's my point. It's like, yeah. you are all on a tour together. That stuff is going to happen. Yeah. And uh, so I assume, and that's what I'm saying, is to me it sounds miserable because there's no way that's not going to keep happening. It, and yeah. now you can't be friends with this asshole, but you can't be friends with this person. you got to choose a side over here, and this person on this person. And again, it's a bunch of 18-year-olds yeah. who haven't had life experience to, yeah. just, to just calm down. Right. So everything is drama in my head, but maybe I'm misperceiving this. No, on, on, on Champions on Ice, it was a little bit more like that because everybody was so diverse from different ages to different countries, to different, the whole bit. It was just very different. And a much bigger group, too. I mean, there were probably like 40 skaters or more that would travel together. So it was crazy. And, and some new people coming and going all the time. So that was a, that was a much interesting, much more interesting thing to, to manage. I mean, when we were on, champ, uh, on Stars on Ice, I mean, there was typically about 14 skaters. And it was much more of a family situation there. We were all, you know, retired, you know, at that point from competitive skating. So it was, we were all the same. Got a life out of it. Yeah. 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 So it was a very different, uh, different way to, to travel. I mean, it's right. tour buses and it was more fun and you, you really got to be more of a family in that yeah. aspect. So it was good. All right. So I can name... I'm not going to name, but I can name five people in my head that if they're on the track with Ryan, I know he's thinking, that's the person I have to beat today. There's no way this didn't exist for you. There had to be people who were like, today, this, if I don't end this guy today, I don't know what to do with myself. Who are the guys? Not who did you compete against, but who could you not lose to? Uh, I mean, I always hated losing to Elvis. Yeah. I mean, it was too. just a rivalry. I mean, yeah. yeah. Between the two of us. In the in the '90s, I mean, either he won worlds or I won worlds, right. kind of back and forth for okay. like three years. Um, and you're both 
similar personalities in the grand spectrum of skating in the sense that you yeah. like you're you know you're into just dude stuff you know what i mean and yeah. so it makes sense very, but, very yeah. competitive in anything right right, right 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 so i mean he would be competitive if we went to the racetrack and we went to a k1 or something like that right. we're competitive like, in the racetrack. Alpha. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're those guys yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. i got you <laughs> fair enough yep. okay so elvis you couldn't lose to elvis yeah no i i i was and it was funny too because it, it wasn't a it wasn't a personal thing at all. No, know? but this is normal. Yeah, but right. yeah, just like on the ice, it was like I'm not losing to him. I don't want to lose to him. All right, we got to talk some racing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you're you like you're big into eye racing. Like you're you're playing that pretty regularly. Obviously, that's how we we had you, and how a lot of our listeners are probably gonna be like, oh wait, a race I got. What was that? Martinsville. Martinsville. <laughs> it was like yeah, the yeah. first race he yeah. did with yeah, us, yeah. I think, yep. and it was like, oh sweet, you know, and like. I was looking up some deliveries the other day of it with like people who were like writing notes to you and stuff on yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was really cool because um, everything you've been racing to this point has been track day stuff yeah so you're not really going wheel to wheel with people outside like K1 like have you ever, um, you ever done racing no no right. right were you on iRacing before we reached out to you to do our dumb league I I, I was I was right. on it like when I lived in Florida um, when it kind of first came out oh in the early days i yeah, was yeah, yeah. yeah i was on yeah. it at that time right. a little bit uh here and there just because i was into it and i was like oh, this is kind of cool i mean yeah. check it out and see what it's all about um and it was fun uh and then i just kind of had Ayrton and things yeah. changed yeah, yeah, and yeah, I life dropped it for yeah, a while yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and then came back to it a little bit um before uh, before, before you guys reach out and stuff. Because yeah. now you see, like, you're in other leagues and doing it. Like, you seem into it now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. If, if I had more time, I would do it a lot more. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, I, I race. There's there's a group called Elite Racing uh, that, that do a bunch of stuff. And they've, right. it's been really cool because for, for guys like me who would never have the opportunity to yeah. get on a track with, you know, some of the most famous drivers. Right. It's pretty cool to be able to do that. Yeah. You know, to yeah, say yeah. that I, I've been on a track like in like and look up a picture i took of like all the different people who are on the track and so you're you know. still doing that so oh yeah that's awesome yeah. and you're in your 50s yeah i'm proud of you oh okay. yeah that no i mean it's happy. awesome yeah, yeah. i mean just <laughs> it's so it's really cool yeah, meanwhile um, rubens barrichello is like oh that's todd eldridge you well, know there you go there's there's a guy right there right um ben to be on the track with he and his son yeah like that's pretty at cool. the same time it's yeah. pretty cool yeah, yeah, yeah you know and i mean his son was yeah that's cow. gonna just keep happening but uh <laughs> When you think of it, you know I can't correlate it to a, a, a skating thing because there's no, there's nothing like it. You right. can't can't say I was on the ice competing with sure. right. so and so. Right. It, it just wouldn't present yeah, itself. Right. You know, even virtually, it doesn't right. yeah. present itself. Um, so to to have that where people yeah. can go on the track and just race against. So is there uh, is there opportunities for you to go? Re- I mean, I assume with with two kids and a real life, I assume racing for you is probably probably not terribly realistic. But is there? It's not, but track? I would. I, I mean, to be honest with you, I would love to. <laughs> it's just the the realistic ability of it is just no. Right. Uh, so you know, the time, the time. Yeah. Okay, finance is one thing. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the time involved yeah, yeah. In, right. in traveling and, and you know going to everything. All that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. So you're uh, just like in, in in racing. You know, you you hit a point where you've got to stop. And so are you are you full coaching now? Yeah. That is that is your deal. Yep. So you've got uh, Yaro who just went to the nationals. He's your, your, your student that at least we know about on TV, but I assume yeah. you've got several that you're coaching all simultaneous. Correct. correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah um, all different levels. Sure, yeah. sure. All right. <clears throat> so we don't want to name any of your students in this con- capacity, but skating parents. <laughs> They're like, well, we know about go-kart dads. I have seen skating dads and moms. Uh, who do you think is worse? 
not having a huge... I mean, none of these are your students, by the way. I'm just saying yeah, that you observe at the rink. Not having a, a big uh, knowledge of the racing dads or, yeah. or moms so much. I'm going to say skating parents. I, I actually agree. Yeah, 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 so I don't know. Are pretty insane. One of, so, the, one of the advantages go-karting, for example, would have is that when the kid's got his helmet on and he's in a go-kart and he's like 100 yards away, like, you can't hear your dad yelling at you. <laughs> that's the hockey parent. But, that's typically right, the hockey right, parent right. that's but in, banging on the glass and yelling at the kid yeah. to shoot the puck and he, he's at the other end right, of the ice right, 200 yeah, feet away and yeah, the kid like, can't hear you. But, <laughs> well, the thing is, is like even if the kid can't hear you, the dad knows not to start screaming like, go faster, because it's like, you can't hear me. Yeah. <laughs> but you can. Yeah. <laughs> so I would imagine that's worse. In an, in and close, you're in Orange County. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of smartest people in the room around here. So, uh, what's the back on the junior level thing? Uh, so, in racing, when a when a kid doesn't do well in, let's say, a junior program, forget go karts for a second. Although it is at this level now in go karts, if you have the real kart dad or mom, and that kid doesn't do well in Formula Ford for go karts, it's probably the team or the way they're they're yeah. they're jetted. Yeah, there the isn't. Coach. Well, that's yeah. what I was going to say. In your right. deal, it's, you, the it's, it's, you. it's the coach. That is yeah. all. It's you can yeah. blame the coach or you can blame the skates. That's yeah. all yeah, you can right. blame. Absolutely. So I've been blamed before for sure. That's what I'm yeah. saying. So this, this is a thing. You love it. Yeah. Why is this? That. Mm. Well, it makes me laugh because <laughs> you're like I'm Todd Eldridge. They're like, they're like well, it, I mean, clearly, you know, we just see differently on certain things, and this is the kind of the conversation that they come up to you with, and you know, I just don't see it's just not working. And I'm like, okay, great. Hopefully, you can find that somewhere else. So, you know, I, 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 the, you're too nice. I just, yeah. I just, <laughs> no, I just work. know they're, <laughs> I just know they're gonna, racing. they're gonna go looking anyway. If they don't sure, get a yeah, result, they're, they're, they're the kind that's yeah. probably been through four different coaches already. Yeah, absolutely, and they're yeah. gonna find four right. more yeah. Yeah. until they don't get the result yeah. by the time she's 15 and she has <laughs> yeah. to quit anyway. Yeah. And right. who knows where she ends up? And if they came back, your rate went up. Uh, yeah, now it's double. Yeah, now it's triple. Keep going. Keep talking. Yeah. What? Have you ever had to fire a client? Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I had one skater who uh, I I took on a couple of students and then this other girl and they were rivals okay. at the time, which I didn't know because I was new. I was new to the the whole area and whatever. And How I'm old like, are okay, they? Sure, I'll teach you. Teach you. Uh, they were probably like fifteen. Oh, that age, sixteen. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, so even worse. Yeah, but they didn't they didn't get along in the. I, I had gone from one's yeah. lesson to the next girl's lesson, and oh. it was literally like one minute over. Yeah. And Sir. she had started her lesson, and I had one thing to say to the previous yeah, girl yeah, yeah. while I had started this girl's lesson. Yeah. No big deal with anybody else but these two. Right, right, right. right, right. And she just went ballistic. I said, you pay more attention to blah, 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 blah. Is it the girl or the mom? <laughs> the girl. Okay. The girl. Yeah, oh, it wasn't, wow. even, the, wasn't yeah. even the mom. I didn't wow. even bother with the mom. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. And the girl just went nuts, and I was looking at her going, Okay. Yeah. I just yeah. let her have a moment. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I just looked at her and I said, okay, that, that was nice. Um, I, I think we're finished. Yeah. Uh, this will yeah. be our last time that I teach right. you and yeah. you yeah. can yeah. move yeah. on and so take from somebody else. Yeah. I don't need to deal so with that. So you're saying in your yeah. 50s you don't need like, teenage wow. drama? <laughs> this was a year ago too. What about, uh, what about on a on a non-negative level? Like I've, I've worked with engineers that I really liked, but we could not click. You know what I mean? It's like I, I liked the person. It wasn't a personal thing, but like my feedback never equated to what he wanted, and yeah. vice versa. Well, and, and it was like, man, I can't believe this didn't work. There is, but. there is that. I mean, I've had I've had students where uh, I've taken them on at, at a high level, yeah, and and the way that I teach them is different 
like the way I teach technique yeah. is yeah. different per se than the way they learned it from right. their sure. previous yeah. coach. And when you yeah. say high level, in other words, they've gone down a very specific path for a long time to be. Yeah, as good I mean as they're they doing are. triple jumps. They're doing yeah. they're yeah. doing so that they, kind like, of stuff. They're trying to get to the next level, you know, it was it was fine for certain things, but the way that I was trying to get this person to, um, you know, approach the way that they technically did their jumps to make them better, they just couldn't couldn't grasp it and kind of didn't want to grasp it because it was different for them. Yeah. So they're like, this that is what I'm used to doing. Unlearn this. I just, yeah. yeah I don't want to have to break yeah. everything down, even though sometimes you have to. Right. They didn't want to break it down and go through that process. Well, but to use a racing analogy, that'd be like if a guy inherently likes a car that oversteers and you're saying, no, this car has to understeer and this is what this car is designed for. It's not going to work. And yeah. so it, it's a very similar kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. So. Interesting. What's the worst outfit you've had to skate in? Oof. Oh, there's too many. Yeah. Where they're studded belts. Uh, actually, it was on, <laughs> dressed up as John. It was it was on Stars on Ice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And our costume designer. Stars on Ice is like they ice would, capades. They so would, yeah, but yeah. they would, they well, and that's what they were doing with this one is they were kind of playing it as a spoof on our opening number was like a spoof on ice capades and all the okay. different shows that came before that like you had to dress up as really goofy stuff yeah, and like do weird that. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they wanted to <laughs> the reason that Stars on Ice came about was Scott Hamilton out of Olympics yeah. went into like Disney on Ice uh -huh. and he had to skate alongside Mickey and it wasn't really <laughs> the place for him to yeah, right, showcase right, right. his yeah, talent yeah, yeah. and like what yeah. the hell am I doing? So then he created Stars on Ice. Yeah. So then they thought to have this great idea to go in and say, okay, how did the show come about? Yeah. Okay, started with this concept where everybody dresses like a clown and, and so then weird. And, come out those, and yeah. then we came out in that whole yeah. Yeah. concept, yeah. and yeah. then it changed after that. Yeah. But yeah. the initial costume, yeah. like I, the, like all the coloring was like this light purples and just grayish purple, really ugly colors, like yeah. just super ugly. And one of us, I can't remember what I had, one of us had like a bee fogger kind of thingy and like all these just weird things. Like, and it was just this really obscure like yeah. concept yeah. Okay. of this really weird group number. Like we're right. bee fogging and we're doing all these goofy things. And because the skating fans are just yeah. like, yeah, I totally follow like, all Yeah, of this. I get yeah, yeah. that. The right. one guy that choreographed, it's like... Yeah. Single tier. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, it, it, yeah, it's yeah. that pin drop moment yeah, at the beginning right. of the show. We're like, yeah. what is this? Yeah. What yeah, did yeah, we yeah. come see? Uh, <laughs> and then fortunately, yeah. within, I think it was like 30 seconds or so, it changed. Yeah. Fortunately, right. yeah. 30 seconds was yeah. still too long uh -huh. <laughs> for that moment. Uh, but yeah, that's, so anyway, so that was that was probably the bee fogger kind of concept because somebody was wearing like a bee wings in the whole bit, and we were like somebody was going around fogging the bee. I just, yeah, just, you know that very common thing that everybody knows about. Yeah, yeah, it's very very popular in <laughs> yeah, skating. Yeah, right. Bee fogging, yeah. totally common. Apparently, totally there's totally more into racing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so okay, okay. Is, have you ever de denied an outfit where you're like, I will not wear that? Yes. What, yeah. That comes to mind? Uh, Good memory? No, usually it wasn't necessarily like the look of it. Yeah. It was like, oh, God, Like no. the Borat bathing suit? It was more, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would definitely be one that says no. Um, but it, it was more the fit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of yeah. times they try to put us in like tight leather type pants. Sure, sure. Which they don't stretch, so you can't actually function. Do anything. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do anything in them. Okay. So, like, chaps. so yeah, well... <laughs> I can't go any further. <laughs> Neither can you. Um, so, yeah. All right. All right. I, I noticed somebody referred to you as T4. T T4, yep. What is T4? T4 uh, is short for truck four. <laughs> okay. That didn't clarify a goddamn thing. <laughs> no. Oh, okay, now we know. <laughs> and so, so truck, got the check. Yeah. Right. Truck four. 
Truck Four is a, a nickname that I got when I joined Stars and Ice. Um, that year when I joined was right after the Olympics in 2002. The premise of the show, they were doing kind of like a Moulin Rouge type theme, and uh -huh. they had they were carrying with them a ton of props. Okay. So they had three trucks, one of merchandise, one of lights and sound, and this yeah, yeah. another one full of props and crap. And, like, every truck was just crammed yeah. full of stuff. And they're like, why can't we get a fourth truck? Blah, blah, blah. So halfway through the tour, after Olympics were over, I joined the tour. Mm -hmm. Nobody knew that was happening sure. until that moment when I showed up. And, oh, hey, guys. Yeah. Here's our new skater, whatever. Here's your truck four. This is why we couldn't afford a truck four, because we just brought this guy oh! on the tour. Oh, so <laughs> The crew so, hated you. That's <laughs> horrible. <laughs> Holy shit. That's the horrible. Yeah. Wow. If you didn't have your own skates, you know what I mean? Like if they were prepping them for you, wow. you would have been killed right away. I would have right. had, yeah. had clear scotch yeah, tape on absolutely. the bottom of my blades. Ooh, is that a good prank? That sounds it awesome. It is a great prank, actually. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because you're the yeah. reason everyone has to work harder yeah. to pack all the stuff specifically in a three. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I like that. I just saw that on Instagram. Somebody commented, yep. and you're like, Check this out. They're like, T4 looks great, man. And that was it. You know, and I'm like, what's that? Truck four. Yep. Nice. Truck four. Yeah. Hope it was worth it. <laughs> so you're a vegan? Uh, yes. Okay. You, yep. don't, you don't have to. You, you don't seem have, like, oh, plant, God. Yeah. Well, we, I, some of our closest friends are, as I, you know. Before, I, I, I always, I love sushi. Yeah. So, uh, like, yeah. so that's like a, that's I, like a, I once in a while yeah, yeah, will sure. kind of yeah, jump yeah. off uh, the way. You know what? Then you're not vegan. Okay. So you're what's called a bullshit. But yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, once in a while, the fish don't feel anything. Yeah. Is that for personal health reasons, or is there anything to do with animals or anything like that? Uh, both. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, a lot of it. I just my wife is vegan and sure. straight up yeah. just the whole bit, yeah. and so do you tell her like, about the sushi or do okay. you just sneak it? Oh, we do it. Anyway. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, um, I tried it. I'm like, sure, whatever. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I don't, don't have to eat that. It's fine. And like I just felt better. Okay. Like my body just kind of reacted better to it, and just had more energy. And yeah. so I was like, okay, this must well, be something to this. And you, and I, you and I were talking about this earlier. You skating doesn't travel as much as racing, so uh, arguably it's much more manageable yeah. if you're going to be in one spot to figure out how to how to oh, eat vegan yeah, than if you're sure. yeah, yeah. doing a full race. It's races, a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're if you're trying to really pay attention to what's in everything and how it's prepared and all that, it's nearly impossible. I mean, there's there's actually some apps now that, that you can, I forget what it's called, but that you can look up different vegan places as you travel, but it's, uh, yeah, it's hard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, probably my last question for you. <clears throat> I, I am curious, you've been skating pretty much since you're five years old. I don't think I started racing, racing until I was like 13, 14, and even then it wasn't like all the time, yeah. you know? Uh, I'm burned out on it from time to time. How do you cope with the constant pressure, all the things? Like, what's your outlet? It's the, it's, it is the same. I mean, I, t I took a few years off yeah. when I was competing just because the same thing. I yeah. was burned out yeah. for a bit and just needed a change of pace and then came back to it and then retired from it uh, competitively, did shows, mm -hmm. which is more, you know, fun. I like if you went, yeah. you know, yeah. a celebrity race kind yeah, of thing right. for fun. Yeah. I mean, if you did a bunch of those, yeah. whatever, you're still doing it, but you're doing it more. It's not... It's not your livelihood yeah. at that point. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, now it's it's different because it's it's the day in day out grind to mm -hmm. get yeah. up, be at the rink at five thirty in the morning again, like yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. skating, and yeah. not for the glory. But yeah. 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 yeah, but now it's to go and help somebody else get to achieve whatever goals they yeah. want to get. But it's still, I mean, it's still hard to get up at that hour every yeah. morning and get there and you know be motivated. And and it's funny because they brought up Frank Carroll's name a while back. There's a, a comment by Frank. 
uh, in his many, many years of coaching that, that I kind of have kind of latched onto a little bit is you, you can't care more than the, the kid mm-hmm. or else you'll go nuts. Oh, yeah. Really? Because like if, lot, if you, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. if you, if you really like want something more than they do, then it's just, it's not going to work because you're right. going to get really frustrated yeah, right. that they're right. not, yep. you know, doing as much as that you only feel applies like. to skating is the problem <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that only works there. Yeah. <laughs> when you uh, went to the first Olympics, didn't go well afterwards, you got a lot of criticism and, and it was really tough on you from what I've read. What would you say to that guy now, knowing how life turned out for you and, like, what really matters in life versus what you thought did at the time? Um, well, the, to, to bring it to the what happened, I mean, I placed third at the World Championships the year before the Olympics. Yeah. I had a back injury. I had to withdraw from the Olympics. Yeah. The rules at, t- at the time where the top three went, however, there was a rule that if you were a medalist at the previous year's Worlds, mm-hmm. you could be selected to the team. Yeah. So the the committee that chose that chose that loophole and sent me sent you. Yeah. instead of the guy who came third. Um, in hindsight, I mean, yeah, did I deserve to be there? Sure. I mean, I, I had earned it by what yeah. I had done previously. Yeah. Um, and I had recovered from my back injury on in the time between nationals and the Olympics had happened, back injury was better. Yeah. It wasn't perfect, but it was better. Sure. Um, the trip there, like I talked about, the standing around forever or whatever, <laughs> yeah. didn't do wonders for my back, so yeah, it was sure. a little bit flared up when I was there. Yeah. Um, but wasn't really what caused my poor result there. Okay. I just made a mistake on a simple thing, and yeah. that was took me out of the whole thing, and right. that was it. Right. Um, looking back on it, if, if I could have – either decided to go or decided not to go and send the other guy i actually probably would have said to send the other guy yeah um just because of what the next two years represented in my skating yeah uh and the the backlash from all of the people who didn't think i should have been there to begin with right i i think the next two years would have gone very differently for me in my skating if I wasn't trying to skate the best I could sure. and deal with that yeah, right. also on yeah. top of that, yeah. you know, knowing that it's, it's a subjective and judged sport. If there are people who are judging you in that sport that don't think you deserve to have been there and they're still judging you currently in that sport, you know, you're fighting an uphill battle. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I, I, like I said, I think it would have gone differently for those couple of years. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, so this is a little untraditional because normally we bring people that are, you know, explicitly from racing. You're obviously a race fan who's a, an accomplished athlete. What would you want our kind of fan base to take away from something like this? If I had to do it all over again? No, the legacy. No, no, no. Okay, yeah. If you had to do it all over if again. If I had to do it all over again, okay. I'd be a racer. <laughs> really? I'd be a <clears throat> Nothing about this. Right, many, you weren't paying attention yeah. then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, now we got to talk you out of this. Because what? I know, yeah, because I because I don't know anything about it. I'm sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm and curious. What it takes. Yeah. So why why do, why would you have been a racer? I, I don't know. I just I. You've had a good career. I just having have I mean just the experience. And again, I don't have an experience of actually being on a sure. team and doing the race yeah, right. a whole yeah, bit. Yeah. yeah but yeah. the track days and the the excitement and the adrenaline and the thrill of the that yeah. I got from that, okay. probably just because it was different than what I did. Have you had to go to dinner with a gentleman driver or a client no. that you just fake laugh at for three hours straight to, to pretend like you want to be there? No. How about, okay. well, but you bet you've been to some pretty boring dinners with yeah. like kids' dads or parents that 
you know, or like, like oh, I got to listen to this Campbell's guy talk about people or whatever. Yeah. Well, there's always those receptions and different sure. things. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, sure. You can, so you can get through that, I think. Yeah. Um, did you ever have to like? You didn't have to hustle for like six months straight on the phone trying to get your uh, your stars on ice deal done, right? No. Okay. <laughs> so that's one thing. I mean, it was back and forth, but it wasn't okay. necessarily, okay. and it wasn't the same. It's not the same. Okay. Because mm. it wasn't. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to dissuade you from racing because yeah. I yeah. think you made the right yeah. choice. Yeah, you definitely made the right choice. You made the right yeah. choice. Um, I got nothing. I believe it. I believe yeah. it. So you, did, I, I don't have this uh, stat in front of me. You, what did you do at Junior? You won Junior Worlds or you were yeah. at podium? You won Junior yeah. Worlds. Okay, so you imagine winning Junior Worlds and then you're trying to get on the roster for the American team the next year. And yeah, you did well at Nationals. Now they want to know how much you can bring. Yeah, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that's the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh that's no, it's difference. I, I, so. I know it's crazy. The fact that you doesn't matter what you did. The money. Yeah, yeah, bring yeah. the money, whatever <laughs> you did, cool. Like that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, or imagine you you're like now you're you're fully funded by uh, by USA. You're you're going to be part of the Olympic team. They're going to yeah. help you. Um, but uh, then they give the deal to Mario Farnbacher. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that in. Yeah. <laughs> A little inside. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, Fans will like it. Yep. <laughs> if, uh, if a person listens to this 20 years from now, what would you hope they take away from the, from the episode about you? Like, what would, they, what would you want them to say about you? About me? Yeah. About you. I was just kind of a normal guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it, I may wear funny pants or whatever when I go out there and skate and a you know, studded belt or something. But, <laughs> Stop. Uh, <laughs> God damn it, Todd Elbridge. <laughs> That's the perfect uh, answer. <laughs> Um, but you know, just I, similarities between our worlds and similarities between you know interests and different things that you know. But we're all at the end of the day just normal guys, normal people, just yeah. you know sitting around the table having having dinner and chatting. Yeah, yeah. I'd say on that note, Continental's got the check. Well, just for a little plug yeah. for your sponsors. Yeah. Um, my first car. Yeah. Acura Integra. Atta boy. <laughs> Type R? Type no, R? No, okay, no. just make it. Just no, I, I, okay. I got off, well, I didn't I got know off this tour. This like after you started <laughs> making some money. No, no, no like, I, yeah. I had literally just gotten off tour my first year, yeah. and it was the first money I'd ever made yeah, right. doing skating, and it, we could only make a certain amount anyway. Mm-hmm. And I spent all of my money buying my Acura Integra yeah. so that I could Smart have choice, my own car. Smart choice. It would still yeah. be running if you had it. Yeah. I mean, yes. someone's I'm driving sure that car right so, now, I guarantee yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's a few clutches later. But. <laughs> so this seems to be a theme. So you, when you first started finding a little bit of success, you bought yourself an Acura Integra. Yep. And then you win the 1996 world title. And we, normally, we, we ask our guests sometimes, what's the dumbest thing you ever bought? And I don't know if this is dumb per se, but what's the what's the... What did you do in 1996 when you won the world title? I bought a Ferrari. A 355. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Do you and still then, have it? You, no. Okay. Uh-huh. Years, years and years later, I mean, it was a great car. Uh-huh. And then years later, when it came, things were a little different financially for me and whatever, it came down to doing service uh-huh. Uh-huh. on the car yeah. at, at the 15,000 mile, I think it was, service, where they have to drop the engine out to replace the yeah. belt. Yeah, right. And they told me it was going to be fifteen, twenty thousand dollars, or whatever the heck yeah, it was. I was yeah. like, uh, "I'm sorry, what?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Um, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. The yeah. car costs this much, and every yeah. however many thousand miles, I got to do this twenty thousand dollars service. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good design. Yeah. Um, yeah. Every mile counts. Yeah. How about, yeah. How about no. <laughs> right. So, so the car didn't last much longer. So okay. Yeah. I, I, I I'm getting rid of the car or whatever. Yeah. So that was your present to yourself. It. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't want to ruin your dream, but can you defend this? 
<laughs> like there's there's a lot going on in this it's, photo. So yeah. this is like a stage photo of you next to a Ferrari. You're wearing a vest for some reason. The yeah. vest is my favorite um, because it's yeah. in Florida yeah. and you needed a, you need a vest. Yeah, like this yeah. is like this is like a Miami Vice photo. It's right? yeah yeah uh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. so was this, mean, were you proud of this when you did it? I, I, 100%. Okay. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Great. Right. So Actually, it was for a book. You can celebrities in their cars. Uh, it was like a coffee yeah. table book kind okay. of thing. Oh, yeah. I see. Um, I yeah. see. So they forced yeah. this. Did anyone else in the skating world have exotic cars like this? Like, was Elvis uh, a Ferrari Elvis, Elvis had a Porsche. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He okay. had a turbo Porsche. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you would cruise around Florida in that Ferrari 355. Yep. Was it a good time? It was. Was it worth it? Um, <laughs> it? It was worth it. Was it. Worth okay. it. Yeah. it was okay. worth it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, it was a great. It was. I mean, it was. A, it was a fun car. If I had to do it all over again, I would go get another Z06. <laughs> sure, <laughs> right, sure, right. Yeah. I would have two of them. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you wouldn't have to get it serviced that often. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So that was an episode in honor of Todd Eldridge, the dude. But for those of you who are actually curious about the Olympics and the ice skating that is ahead of us, uh, we actually went ahead and cut together a second episode exclusively, which is sort of the in the weeds part of, uh, of Olympic ice skating, which we'll have in another episode for those who want to learn more about that. So stay tuned. I'm always a winner. the definition of underdog who relates who people rooting for cause they see themselves in my face go toe to toe with my bait driven to be the great number one tree second place like I'm in a two man race this is David and Goliath view me as a fly smaller name horizon but there's so many rivals my size and a body that can take half of those bodies and make a pile come on top of the dead just to look a giant dead in his head I break I fall I crawl I carry so much weight that you'll probably never believe it I fade I fall stand tall some dream of greatness while others stay away to achieve it. I do this, got no excuses. This just love winning less than I hate losing. Approving the rain through my era. So even if I die for centuries through history, I'm alive. I'm always a winner. Even if I fall, I can still get bigger. The definition of a champion. Definition of a champion. Everyone's a winner. If you fall, get up. You can still get Definition of a champion, definition of a champion, no. Titles before survival, the champion. I seen role players even with rivals, the champion. Don't fight they problems, they just decide the champion. Inspired by people that they inspire. From the bottom, no choice but going higher. I've been through hell and back, still I remain on fire. It only made me a beast. Put me against gorillas, you better pray for my break. God knows my instinct is still around. Giving choices to those who ain't had some. I use my voice to speak for those who's thinking they lack one. My passion's intense enough for me to use my voice and inspire a group and group of my words as loud as my actions. Centuries through history, I'm alive. I'm always a winner. Even if I fall, I can still get bigger. The definition of a champion. Definition of a champion.